0: In war games!
1: You see cm punk is back in the e you might be happy you might be pissed but tk can't legally speak on this <laughs> oh i'm so excited to talk about all this today hey cm punk is back in wwe may not have been my best rendition but hey you can catch the new remastered version that came out what was it like thanksgiving or black friday and i texted odm and i'm like god damn, I don't want to feed into everything, but I mean, how much of a conspiracy could this really be? I mean, I, th- I feel like it's got to be all together. And you said, if not, it's it's, it's uh, the greatest work by everyone involved. And it'd be great if Living Color was just like, ah, fuck, people think he's going to show up. We should remaster our shit and put it out and make some money. Not the case. CM Punk is back in WWE. Oh yeah, this is the Top of Wrestling podcast. Welcome! I am the Professor, Mark Fantasia. It's episode 62 of the Never Ending Season 5. And we welcome you on iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Amazon Music, Pandora, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and The X. Subscribe, like, and share. And hey, not only did we have CM Punk make a triumphant nearly 10-year return, we also had, as you heard in the beginning, Randy Orton make a huge return. Uh, Very big week for WWE Very shitty week for AEW. I'm excited to talk about all this. Plus, we also have Bring It to the Table. We got the Monday Night Wars 25 years later. Thank God there's not a pay-per-view involved this week. And for the first time ever, we have a double top topic. Can't wait to get into that. But, ODM, how in the hell are you?
2: I'm crazy. My head is spinning. I feel like I've left so much shit on in my brain uh, since Saturday, I've just kind of been jotting down little notes, little statements, little talking points here and there. Uh, I'm sure we're gonna get to them. I can't wait for this show because it's so weird how many tip, dip, dip, tips and turns and all that shit that's happened since we started this podcast. We'll talk about that more when we get to the table. But what a roller coaster! You're right. What a roller coaster.
1: Hundred percent. So it's funny because I think I actually am already in the same page with you. And I think for the first time ever, we may be doing something else. I think we may be combining our bring it to the table because I'm on the same page as you. But, hey, we have a lot that did obviously go down with the Survivor Series, um, which was this past Saturday night. You know, there's not much that we need to go over from other points that happened. I will just quickly say this, okay? I just to just dip my toe into AEW for the only quick moment that I really need to. Um, did you happen to see Tony Storm receiving the AEW like it was AEW Women's Title like it was an Oscar? No. RJ City and and Renee Young open up an envelope and it was in black and white and they go the winner is Timeless Tony Storm! And she came out accepting it. I don't know why. I thought it was pretty fucking funny. Uh, It's in line with the gimmick. Yeah, exactly. Swerve won the opening match of of the Continental Classic. The funniest thing? Eddie Kingston lost in his first match. So does that mean he's not Ring of Honor champion and or strong champion? Or did he relinquish both titles for this already? See, this was my exact point doesn't make sense. But as I texted you, if you want to do anything for me in this tournament, just end it with Kingston and swerve, but let swerve go over.
2: Yeah, I think, uh, I th- and I, I'm completely pulling this out of my ass. I'm not going to back this up, but I would think, which means it's probably not going to happen because it makes too much sense, is that the only way he loses the titles is if he doesn't win the tournament. See what I'm saying? It's not like if he loses a match, he Fair. loses the titles. That's that's the way I would think it would go, but I heard Tony in a, in a press conference talking about it and obviously it was you know sounded like it was playing at you know one and a half times speed um it, it was just nonsensical he's talking about this triple crown he's trying to compare it to like when all japan and nwa and another title merged and they did a triple crown uh, it's, it's just yeah it's ridiculous it's ridiculous
1: oh absolutely that's a uh very proper word to put into that um but we'll get into more about that but what's funny to me is that tonight on Dynamite, some guys are actually going to be wrestling their second match. He has Danielson in this fucking tournament and he hasn't wrestled once and he's not booked for tonight either. So that I, that we are set for this recording, you know what I mean? And which is pretty goddamn close before, you know, this airs. So to me, you bum rush the, the injury and the health of Danielson. And for what now he's not even going to be likely in this tournament. The whole thing is just he just put it all together because he needed to put together another pay-per-view and everything to end up with World's End. But, hey, enough with that fucking bullshit for the day. Let's really get on with the real shit, which is Saturday night, man. It was Survivor Series. Let's start with this. Did you watch the entire pay- entire pay-per-view live? I know you said you were kind of zoning in and out during Santos Escobar and Dragon Lee, but were you pretty present for most of it?
2: I was sitting in front. I was, I was sitting right where I am right now. Watch the whole thing. I might have picked up the guitar yeah. here and there. I might have played a game on my phone here and there. But a lot of the matches on the card were that caliber. You know, we can touch on it real quick. Um, you know, let's just go. You know, I'll save the war games. You know, we'll, put it, we'll talk about some of the singles matches real quick. Rhea Ripley versus Zoe Stark. You know, I really wanted this to be a showcase for Zoe. So WWE had the right idea. Keep Rhea looking dominant, make Zoe look like she's capable of hanging with people of that caliber, and let Rhea win with no doubt in anybody's mind. They did that. In the end, I feel like Rhea just looks more like a world beater, and Zoe Stark is just kind of a meh. I, you know, and I feel like she's got a lot of potential, but I don't feel like this match did any is about favors. to
1: be the next China. I feel like she just steps away from fighting guys.
2: She's overstepped you know, No, yeah, but I don't mean like... I'm China saying already. like she's
1: going to be having wrestling matches with guys soon, and she's going to be like the next Intercontinental Champion. She's going like, to dethrone Gunther.
2: <laughs> God, I'm... <laughs> I thought... I know, right? I thought... I thought she was going to take out... Uh, I thought she was going to take out Orton. Thank you. On Raw.
1: How funny is that?
2: I thought she was going to take out... She looked...
1: She looked like Dominic a little bit, too.
2: She looked she amazing is she, on is Raw. She also had the... Well, did you notice, do you notice she cut her yes. hair like him, yep. the mullet?
1: But then also, <laughs> Dom paid tribute, looked like her during the, his War Games match to match her outfit earlier. Yeah. And it's funny because I think whoever it was on uh, commentary, they're like, why would you notice that? Uh, so yeah, she won, I think, hopefully, in it, from the quick little promo I saw on Raw, I think... What we should be getting next, especially at the Rumble, should be Becky versus Rhea. A real big test for her. You know what I mean? Like, she's had a lot of people, but I think uh, a Becky Lynch match would be great. WrestleMania, I don't know what you do with Rhea yet. Um, I'm just kind of seeing how things pan out right now.
2: I've got a bad feeling. I got a bad feeling it's going to be Nia Jax.
1: (laughs) Well, maybe. mm. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Right, I hate let's, to let's say it. Let's not get into that. Not it. No, God. <laughs> let's let's talk about happy so, stuff. <laughs> so, so let's loop
2: back. We, yeah, you got the Gunther versus Miz, which to me was just the mirror image of Ripley versus Stark. Yep. You know what I mean? It was pretty much just the mirror. I did image like, of that. Uh, and then there was Escobar I did like
1: on Raw when Miz stepped up to Gunther and you know was like, "I want the yep. shot," and he was like, "Mike, <laughs> no." Like basically, you know, one way or another. That's pretty- I like how he it calls was awesome. Him He's Mike. like Mike. Yeah. No, I was like, was he supposed to, or is he doing that on purpose? I don't. Either way, I thought it was
2: just it was awesome. He did it during a promo before the pay okay. per view. Yeah, and then there was Santos Escobar and Santos uh, won. And Carlito. No, not Carlito. Dragon Lee. For, forgettable. about it was, supposed yeah,
1: it was to be good. Carlito. Carlito.
2: Oh, know. Dragon Lee. My bad. My bad. Yeah, he got injured. He got jumped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Um, it, yeah, it was it was okay. The, this pay per view was very underwhelming. Minus the last. Two minutes,
1: <laughs> I didn't mind the war games match, it did feel like it dragged a touch. Uh, the women's one had some fun, creative stuff that I liked. Um, minus it's funny because there's so many memes already. Who? a dirty ass trash can! I should put this over my body, <laughs> although
2: <laughs> and then jump, but I gotta say, feet.
1: pretty good weapon, right? I mean, if you brace yourself the right way with your arms up and do it, you jump down. I mean, yeah, everybody's already standing in place. It's kind of, I liked it. Enough where I was like, no, don't ever do this again. Next, it's going to be a moonsault instead of just the body, you know, turn. It was, I, I think the women's yeah. war games match was okay. It was all right. The funny thing is no one came to Bailey's aid when she's getting her ass kicked. I mean, people really could have came back and helped her out a bit. Um, and she took the pin. Look, at, I was kind of semi-close on what I was going for. But it looks like if I had to take the bet coming up on smackdown maybe this friday is when she'll likely be kicked out of the group um, did you happen to see her backstage interview where she's just eating the ruffles chips and she's like i don't know where to go from here and where's my team
2: um it- <laughs> so yeah <laughs> no hold on, hold on. <laughs> i got to get back to that for the women's for the women's war games uh, it was it was copy copy cut paste um it was spot 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 spot, and I fucking hate this. This is where I'm gonna go cornet because what is one of the most significant type of matches that you can have for a blow off for a feud
1: a cage match or whatever yeah
2: yeah Hell in a cell yeah. war games right so let's have a war games match with a with a very thrown together feud, and then at the other night and then end of the night, we'll have another one Well. It just makes no sense to me. It should be one war games match, and I don't even. And Cornette says, and it's fucking women. I don't, I don't even care about that. One war games match. That's it. Fucking grinds my gears.
1: All right, Peter Griffin. Well, uh, the men's war games match. <laughs> um, I did like that. It started off with Finn Balor and was it uh, Seth-, Seth Rollins? Yes. Um, man. Yeah. Zayn is still as over as fuck, I feel like. You know, the crowd is still into mm-hmm. him. Uh, I, I liked the, the part where Drew wanted to go in, and Priest goes, no, 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 we stick to the plan. Um, and it was it yep. was interesting, and I was like, okay, it's going to break down a little bit. He finally did get Jay near him in the cage, but not enough. And what I find just weird, okay, I get it. Is he going to come? Is he not? That's what they spent the entire night doing. I, well, he's not here. Oh, my God. What's going to happen? So we could feed right. into the CM Punk chants. What's funny is that every time yes. there were CM Punk chants, I got to say this, okay? I told you my story about effing uh, uh, you know, the name of Goldberg. You know what I mean? Being like, ah, fucking me ain't shit. Blah, blah, blah. And I saw him, I'm like, Goldberg,
3: take a picture of me.
1: Um, not necessarily, but close enough. But same thing with this crowd in Chicago. About a quarter of them were booing when you heard CM Punk chants during the the War Games match. You could hear a solid boo when Bam sh- sh-
3: down. he's here,
1: <laughs> Marks. <laughs> you fucking Marks. <laughs> and I <laughs> yeah, now look pretty it, much. I um, just to you know jump back in with this match. It uh, there were some great moments, but what I did, this is the part I didn't understand. Three, two, one. Where's Orton? Now let's fight for about four more minutes. Do a, which I'm not going to lie, the triple powerbomb by the entire team, I thought was pretty cool. That looked from Judgment Day on the faces. Yeah. And yep. then after Rhea comes out and does the the cash in or possible, then Orton's music hits. Now first holy fucking unbelievable pop that sound was like when triple h came back after his torn quad the first time when he came back to madison square garden and it was that loud right people missed him people missed orton that pop let me ask you right now whose pop was louder orton or punk
2: Kind of sounded like. See,
1: I think so too. If it sounded more deafening, but here's the point: the camera was down really low, right there next to Rhea and everything. And I'm almost wondering if that's what it kind of picked up there. The Punk one was at the top of the arena. I'm not sure if that makes
2: a difference. Right, it it certainly could. Yeah, but either. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, yeah, because I mean, ultimately, the camera doesn't necessarily dictate sound. There's probably a boom mic or you know, parabolic mics and whatnot. So, yeah, I don't know where the source is from. So it definitely, and and who knows how much they fudged with that. They definitely could have fucked with that. But I'm sure they popped for both either way. Um, He looks in better shape than he did when he left. Maybe
1: in the, I would say probably even since 2020, I was trying to think like when he had this feud with Edge, I was like, he looked pretty good. But right now he looks better than ever. Yeah. Way better than ever. Uh, Crazy. Crazy. Looked good to see him. The He didn't have to do much in the match. I did like the five, uh, five-way five DDT off the rope. I thought it was kind of cool. Nice little homage to Orton. Throwing JD McGunna off the top in, in the timed spot of the RKO, I thought he was going to actually jump a touch earlier. You know what I mean? But he met him just... He, he was a little late. It seemed a late, little but late, at the same point, it no matter what, as long as he connected and landed his body at the right time... It looked good, and it did. Right, it, it, Which it he was, did. It, no matter what, he still mm-hmm. timed it properly. He could have went a little earlier, didn't, and it's fine. But that was fucking sick. It was a good way to end it. Um, you kind of had moments where he thought he was going to maybe turn on Cody. You know, towards the end, you're like, is that where they're going with us? And then they went to the top of the arena. I go, oh,
2: god damn it. Yeah, he's, after seeing him on Raw, he's straight babyface. He is straight, well, dude. He was high fiving little kids. He signed something for a kid there. Uh, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I, yeah, that's a good way
1: to play into it. He also said, "I'm going to take out each bloodline yeah, member," mean, yeah. and then he d- had that backstage moment with Jay, and he's like, "You know what? You're with, cool." With Jay, I still yeah. think he gives him an uh, an RKO and goes, "Now we're good." Just oh, one quick RKO. Now De- we're definitely. Good. So, definitely, um, definitely. And here's the uh, thing: before we get into the actual return, so you were right there where you're at. I think I told you I had to go to a graduation party, and I wasn't going to be able to watch this until later. (laughs) And I texted you. I was the only gringo at this party. Well, my wife included, and her one old boss, uh, this uh, 57-year-old blonde lady. And we all walk in to a full-blown Spanish party in the backyard. And let me tell you, you knew streets over where the party was at. With the... (laughs) Lasers, smoke, everything. And I was like, holy shit. And I texted you. I go, well, I'm at a party right now. And you're like, are you watching yet? And I go, no. I'm like, I'm still at this party. And I'm uh, one of three white people. La rasa. <laughs> and then I wrote, olale to you. Cause, you know, <laughs> olale. Uh, but good food, good time. Got back in time. And. This lady wouldn't leave. She wouldn't fucking leave. She the the fifty seven year old boss. She drove us to and from. We're all hanging out, and and where we're staying. Oh, she was yeah. And I was, but then she came in and hung out, and I'm like, "Mm." and what I did was I set it up. The W (laughs)
0: bitch.
1: I'm glad you finally got to watch that, by the way. But I put the thing on and paused at the WWE logo, and it says together. Meaning like I just got through the full thing and I hit pause and we're all standing around. I swear to God, 20 more minutes. And I looked this girl right in her eye sockets. I was, I swear to God, I was like, bitch. No, it was, uh, she took honestly way too long, but then she finally left. Wife went to bed. I was like, well, I'm watching this. I did a lot of scanning. You know what I mean? I couldn't really get into the whole pay-per-view. I watched a lot oh, yeah. of uh, the women's war games, scanned through the Miz. Hey, man, he held his own against a big-ass guy like Gunther. You know what I mean? He took some big chops I've never seen him take before. I uh, just completely skipped Santos. So I was... I'll go ahead. Okay, no, no, so... fin-
2: no, finish up. I just want to make sure I talk about that. So them. we're at our friend's deal.
1: house, by the way. But they're out of town. So... They have a really big-ass fucking screen TV and a couch that's about no bullshit like 15 feet away from the the TV, right? And as it's going off the air, I'm just kind of sitting there. By the way, they have two kittens who are in witching hour. And Aww. they are losing their fucking mm. mind using my shoulders to jump off of while I'm watching war games, and I was like, "The fuck, <laughs> man!" I was like, "I'm gonna have to stand to watch this match." <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, seriously. But then, man, when that logo came on, I'm like, uh, "I mean, they still could, they still might." I and
2: the in the lower right hand yes, corner, yes. you're talking about. And I was like, "They still could." Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I've same I've seen here. them do this the before. They they We've did seen it before. The, one of the very yep. first
1: times I solidly can go back to and remember was when Owens and Zane were going off the air after Zane won the NXT championship the first night Owens came in. They put the logo oh, there and then he I slams them on the thing yeah. and keeps going and all. You know, it kept going. Yeah. So I've learned to just pay attention until I see it go to black. And when I heard, Shh, mm-hmm. Shh, I jumped up and was having to be quiet because my wife's in the other room trying to sleep and it's like nearly two in the morning. I'm like, oh.
0: Oh, my fucking God.
1: Dude, fantastic. I loved it. He came back wearing the Brian Danielson special, which is really nice. That really nice solid white T-shirt. Thought it was a good tribute, uh-huh. which we'll get into soon if it's a tribute worth not talking about. Um, But, goddamn, his pop, still good. I, you know, I, I still think you could hear maybe a little touch of booze in the crowd. Um, I think some people are kind of over them or, you know, sick of it. And I think that, you know, I think that, you know, if you have a problem in one company and then you go to another company and have a problem, people are like, well, it's you. But what if the second company was just a goddamn fluke? And what if first company has actually changed a lot of shit about their ways and you yourself have changed a lot about your ways, you know what I mean? And it's about Making money. Business. What's one of the biggest things Punk said? These fucking assholes, these EVPs, tried to jeopardize the first million dollar show that this company could do on my back. He's there to make money. He's there to promote. He's there to make merchandise, sales, everything. And Tony
2: yeah, uh, Tony just handed me, yeah. him over on yeah. a fucking
1: platter. The best thing I've seen. You got a guy off mm-hmm. of his couch from being there for seven years and pissed him off so bad he mended fences with his biggest enemy. Yep, I'm gonna shut up
2: for a second. I know I'm Sums just like fucking spitballing because I'm all excited here. Yeah, I was gonna say you're gone. I just I, we need to jump into it, but there's one thing that I cannot blow okay. past. At some point, like you mentioned, Bailey was eating Ruffles. That was the big sponsor, and there was a segment where Pretty Deadly, Tazawa, Otis, um, Chelsea Green, Piper Niven. Uh, and there was another and another chick there. The one that's with Alpha. What is Kennedy. it
1: with Naka Is it Nakazawa?
2: And then fucking. I, or Tazawa? Toz- no, Tazawa. I get a little bit confused. Now, hold on. D- hold, on. Okay. hold on, hold on, hold Thank on, hold on, hold on. Thank you. <laughs> and then our truth pops in out of nowhere, and I and I pop like a motherfucker. I don't care if it's a Ruffles ad. I love our. Well, he's been so away much. for a little bit too. And then my he has. Yeah, it's funny. The been memes are like you're all
1: really happy about Punk and Orton. Is, but- I'm all happy that our truth came back. Yeah, I
3: know, <laughs> right? That's why I was saying.
2: the Tazawa shuffle the ruffle shuffle
3: <laughs>
2: just yep just close the eyes
1: back and forth a little bit of shuffle your arms side to side it's funny you're doing this right now <laughs> trying to like
2: describe it i fucking and then repeat it on it. raw and then on raw but did he fart and then and then on raw <laughs> i think okay so. yeah Everybody everybody's like yeah that's nasty i was like that?
1: did he shit himself <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, but but that's not even the best part the best part is jelly roll who apparently is a country musician don't know don't care okay don't care don't care think fat post malone in the country genre okay that's your that's your mental picture no oh my
1: god like dead on like i'm like i was thinking ralphie may with post malone's head but yeah same thing yeah
2: (laughs) ralphie may be a lot cooler so anyway so jelly roll he's talking with you know whoever's standing back there and then fucking r-truth comes up like jelly roll where, where they at? He's I heard they're for for and Patton. jelly rolls. He's like, well, what? What? He's like, he's like, well, I gotta get to catering before they get got. So he goes, and then later they come back. He's laying on the couch. He's covered in powdered sugar with a plate of fucking jelly rolls
1: in the Judgment Day's locker room, and they all get pissed at him and kick him out. But the best <laughs> part is, he yes. goes, "Hey guys, I just want to let you know." I will be Pre- your extra member <laughs> for War Games. That was last night, and he goes, how'd I do? How'd I do? Did we win? And then he leaves, and they're all pissed about the couch, and J.D. McDonough goes, don't worry, Finn. I'll get him. And I'm like, oh, my God. I think we may be oh getting a one last run of truth. Oh. I think a, a good... Especially I hope with so. Punk being back, he was friends with them. You know what I mean? Like they they were up and down the road together for a long time. I'm like, can we see some fun shit together? Uh, together, not necessarily even together, but like just with everybody back in the company. This feels like 2011
2: to me, man. I'm excited. <laughs> Priest, Priest almost broke during yep. that. You saw him like kind of snicker, like, oh god damn it. Um, yeah, actually, our truth was in a match. Uh, it was in the match against Cena uh, when exactly. Punk did the uh, pipe. So on.
1: it's funny about Priest.
2: I did like his yep, whole. There you go. All right, everybody, go ahead. Blame me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say it was my
1: fault. Yo, everything's fine, man. Yeah. Everybody's cool. And I was like, I just like the, the yeah, I like it. But uh, we'll, we'll get into Raw in a couple minutes here. Um, I do have to say, before we dive a little more into this whole punk thing, next morning I had to go to Walmart. And this is before we're taking off from our friend's house. By the way, they're away in Ecuador. We were walking through, my wife had the idea. Oh my God, we should replace every picture in this house with pictures of us, but matching them up somehow. Their wedding photo, we'll put our wedding photo over it. And we and so I had to go to
2: That's all. It lot was, of work. but let
1: me tell you something. It's pretty <laughs> goddamn funny. And I went to Walmart. Only cost five dollars and seventy cents to make all of this happen. Anyway, uh I'm in Walmart and I hear this girl goes, no, nah, I haven't even watched SmackDown yet. He goes, well, fuck SmackDown. You got to get over to watch last night. And she goes, what happened? He goes, no, 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 no. I can't spoil it for you. And I walked over and I go, War Games? And he like looks up, he goes, yep. And I go, oh, he ain't lying. <laughs> like, he ain't lying. And quick little fist bump. I'm like, all right, man, adios, dude. I was like, that's fucking cool. I'm like, that's how much of a buzz CM Punk was that even Walmart employees are all jacked
2: up talking about it the next morning. <laughs> He broke. He broke the internet. He broke every social media record WWE Jesus. had. He, it's it's it was it. It's the most viewed social media clip in WWE history. Most viewed. I think it was Triple H's most viewed tweet of all time. Oh no shit! It's their biggest Instagram reel ever seen. It's their biggest YouTube clip ever. He shattered every record. This motherfucker showed up at the very end of a pay per view. You could see him say, "Let's fucking go." He said, it's clobbering time. Or actually, oh he didn't even God. say He said, it's. He said, it's, and let the crowd say clobbering time. And he might have muttered something with the fans. That was it. And yep. the show just went off the air. That's all that happened in that motherfucker broke wait, social wait, media. Wait, he also
1: did the, oh, and then it went off the air. Uh, yeah, all right. Yes, that's true. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, I got to be honest with you. I got fucking jacked up when I watched him go down for clobber in time, watching him slap his hand on the ground, being like, I, I'm mm-hmm. fucking back guys. Like I, it was, I was into it, man. It, I, I, it was cool mm-hmm. to see. Um, look it's funny because I decided to look in this video of his return is like quadruple his return in AEWs. Of course it is. It's, it's hysterical audience. to be
2: Yeah, it is. I mean, it shouldn't be a surprise. Um, yeah i yeah i i think most of what i have to say is about uh uh ross i'm i'm gonna let you well, just go let me just uh i'll chime in where i need to yeah yeah let's not i rush. do gotta say let's, let's get you know
1: there. later today one of our top topics we're gonna be talking about some uh some great ass show names that we've used in the past year because fuck it's it's been a lot of fun um and they just get better and better sometimes and they all write themselves like hey baby that was the
2: fucking funniest <laughs> shit. Here's the uh, best yeah. part: is if you it, read it, if you read it, you're like, "Hey baby, it's Saturday night," but that's not how you say it. It's, "Hey baby," <laughs> while Muda's
1: holding a baby. <laughs> <laughs> but one of our first shows, maybe within the, it was the first season within maybe the first ten to twelve episodes, was a tale of two pay-per-views, and it was WWE's Hell in a Cell versus uh, what I believe was Full Gear.
2: <clears throat> yeah that's right it was it was the fucking fiend and rollins yep and full yeah. gear
1: blew it out of the water in 2019 100%. as mm-hmm. well and you know hell, hell in a Cell was the dq so full circle and here we are now let's look at full gear last week and survivor series this past week you actually texted one thing in particular whether you paid attention to this entire pay-per-view or not and you're a major fan of each person or not Two hours and fifty one two minutes, maybe something like that. Yeah. Oh, that felt nice. That's less than RAW. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's two hours less than an AEW pay per view. Because they usually go four four twenty sometimes. I mean, they've tried to keep it right around four as of late, but they also have a two hour goddamn pre show. Yeah. Tale of two pay-per-views, man. I mean, the difference is that AEW had, I think, 12 to 13 matches all together at full gear. Maybe somewhere around there. This one had six. One, two, three, four, five. Five. Five matches. Did they even have a pre-show match?
2: I missed it. I tuned in right as the main show started. So that started at okay. 8. I didn't watch at 7. They probably had one pre-show way. Match. Maybe a dark match. Yeah. Now,
1: I get that two of the matches obviously are both about 45 minutes-ish apiece, you know, the, the main one. But either way, it was comfortable to watch. It's it's length versus substance, yeah. man. I walked away with more substance than that as opposed to full gear. I just saw a lot of matches and a, and a lot of blood and a guy drinking blood. That's all I got out of it. Yep. And they still didn't reveal anything big with the mask. They're just going to yeah, keep still, it going.
2: There's still, yeah, still no devil.
1: Yeah, let me tell you right now. It's going to be now. Jungle Boy, the Young Bucks, and fucking Matt Riddle. I'm telling you, Riddle's oh going to be in there next. Matt
2: Riddle, that'd be so great. I hope I hope Riddle. You know what? I hope Riddle signs with AEW. I do.
1: I say that he's, he's going to do, do it. Show. It's, well, because did you see his tweet? Well, you thought I was a problem. Yeah. Good luck with Mr. Good luck Owen with 2. Good 2 Punk. Yeah, yeah. Hey, that's fine, dude. Talk your shit on the way out. Okay, the bro. Yeah. Okay, bro. Yeah. Guess what he can do. Pass a drug test, bro. <laughs>
2: Cornettes are the same thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I didn't even hear him. Uh, I did listen to a couple of seconds of his. Um, God damn. I like the the whole reason I kind of gave my intro is the, the cult to meat with extra cheese. He's, I love that. Yeah. It's so you know. good. So. All right, let's just get into some of this punk stuff here, okay? Just think about the possibilities. First of all, I was so mad when Kevin Owens signed with WWE and then Punk quit WWE. I was like, no. I'm like, that was a dream for me. I was watching Owens in Ring of Honor all that time. Thank you. We're here. This could happen. Um... We could revisit a Randy Orton match. They've only had a couple, I believe, and it was you know just the pre Nexus or during the Nexus days at WrestleMania 27. I could very, very easily see because I mean even Rhea said, even though your thing got overshadowed, you know your return was overshadowed. Yep, he can make a plea for that. That'll work. Yep, Baylor, Cena, Rollins, Cody, Roman Reigns. Drew, the way it's looking already, you know what I mean. Like, I feel like Drew and Rollins are obviously a shoe in with how things went down.
2: Rollins um, for sure. I think Drew is unrelated. I think Drew is related to the War Games match. To the match, hands on Jay. Yeah. Correct. Um, but I do think about, uh, he'd still be a good match. AJ.
1: AJ Styles. Holy shit. Well, I don't know, man. They. Uh, huh. Well, they did work together in Ring of Honor, actually. Yeah, I was gonna say. I know that there was the whole when everybody signed with. TNA they weren't allowed to work with Ring of Honor anymore, and Punk stayed, mm. and a lot of the guys went. and I don't know if there's any bitterness between them. I hope not. Um, how about Punk Lesnar too? You know, I mean, the yeah. first one was a banger at SummerSlam 2013. No reason we can't revisit that. Just saying, there's a lot of miles left on some things here. You know, I did see Randy Orton versus Cena uh, retirement match, one versus the other, loser has to retire at WrestleMania, and I was like, I'd be down for that, but Orton did, I hear, did you see he did a thing, he's like, 10 years, 10 more years, um, I think he probably signed on to at least be like a producer or coach at the end, there's no way he's got 10 more wrestling I would think so, no, no, a lot of great matches that could be happening, um, um, you know, we did kind of bring up the reports of, you know, Seth and Drew. Seth, I mean, Jesus Christ. Everybody's like, no, he's really mad because of all the things he ever said that he's a cancer. I'm like, if you're being I held know. back by Michael <laughs> Cole, you're not that fucking mad. <laughs> I know, right? Or you're a pussy. Right. Which, yeah, you've really been faking this a long time. You might as well be a yeah, young buck. right? Um, yeah, I mean, it, that shit made me laugh when I saw the picture. I was like, what? Michael Cole and Corey Graves are the ones holding them back? I'm like... Uh, uh, yeah okay, I good think enough.
2: if nothing else it just shows you the 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 difference in professionalism between the two companies and no matter how tired you are of Seth Rollins like I am or what you think of him, he's shown time and time again that he is a true professional. He can still go in the ring and to just do that whether he planned it or whether he did it on the fly, he fucking nailed it. He fuck you, fuck you buddy. <laughs> I'll be honest with you. You know what I mean? I liked
1: it. I'm pretty sure he said, fuck you, Phil, as well. Um, Uh, Okay. I feel like something like that not necessarily would have had to been approved, but I think that for him to keep saying a lot of fuck yous that are no doubt going to make their waves along the uh, social media platforms, WWE does like to cover their ass. And I don't think Seth, like you said, he's a good worker. I think he's safe. I don't think he's stupid. I don't think he would start doing that if it wasn't a right. No, no way. And it's funny how people are like, like some of the wrestlers are mad that they weren't in the know. You're, you don't own the goddamn company. Did his return affect any part of any match at the end of the night? No, you don't even go here, (laughs) (laughs) but he didn't even affect anything all night. So no one had to know, but triple H. Um, and as you heard, triple H took over the producer spot. Um, in Gorilla Ending the show He was the one that called for the logo He was the one that was in charge For that entire ending And, you know, I'm just going to jump to this part here You know, one of the very first things we said Our teaser, our very first show Man, it's good to be a wrestling fan At this time of our lives right now It's a, it's a good time because We got so much going on AEW, WWE, blah, blah, blah But look where we were, man In the summer of 2021 CM Punk came back and We were like, holy shit, this is a game changer. But do you know what that game changer did? WWE up their game. They did. I think summer of 21, they were like, okay. They knew Punk was coming back, that rampage. And what happened two days later at SummerSlam? Both Brock Lesnar and Becky Lynch show up at SummerSlam after John Cena versus (sighs) Roman Reigns. And then from there, shit just got better with the bloodline. Everything's been going strong ever since. They upped their game. And now here we are. Look at it. All the best wrestlers, really. Yeah, Okay, I get Kenny Omega is a great wrestler, and MJF is good, but all your Osprey. best stars, you're right, but all biggest your real superstars, stars. yes, your biggest stars are under one fucking roof, man. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't. With Triple H, get, H at the helm. Thank you. It's It can only get better from here. And, you know, it, we'll get into Punk's comments soon, but I think we're here for a very specific reason, man. We're here to, to, just to make money, you know? Um, let me ask you. It's kind of early, but, you know, Cody Rhodes threw his name in already. But, you know, let me ask you. Who wins Rumble? How do you see things working out for WrestleMania now that Punk is here?
2: Or at least take God, out Rumble. I, you know yeah, no, but the rumble's super important. I mean, because CM Punk could enter, CM Punk could fucking win. Cody could win. I think at this point it's. I would really be... not
1: want a back-to-back Cody years.
2: No, He'll me, me, get me, me He'll get booed to shreds. He'll get booed to shreds at that point. I, dude, I don't know because I feel like all signs are pointing towards Roman versus The Rock. So whoever wins is going after Rollins, probably if Rollins still has the title at that point, which I'm thinking he will. I think so too. I, you know, I mean, I, I think you know sometimes you got to go Occam's razor. You got to go the the easiest explanation. And to me, it's Punk wins the Rumble and beats Rollins for the title, and then maybe he tosses it in the trash and says, "Fuck this title, I want Roman."
1: I was really hoping he was going to come out with his spray painted AEW championship, but I'm sure that well, that would have okay, been so something they can't they can't against.
2: show it. What I what I was hoping was that he would just have the bag.
1: Okay, that'd be really be funny. Like,
2: you know what's in here, and you know I can't show you, but you know what damn well what this is because I never lost it. You know what I mean? But say, <sighs> well,
1: and we can get into that Um if it is Rock versus Roman. Shit, does Roman maybe double headline and has to face Cody the one night? I mean, the whole thing is he's trying to finish his story. And it's funny on Raw, he's like, "I finally got to compete in the match." My dad made. It. I'm like, oh my fucking god! I know you missed your dad. I get it, but we. Don't yeah, really I see know. You weep he's, each and he's every guy with, with
2: the waterworks. Yeah, yeah like yeah, it's much, like Charlotte. Yeah.
1: Every time she wins a match, she's like, <laughs> "God damn it, Bernice!" Just kidding. Uh... Let me ask you, did you happen to hear who the disciplinary committee was that fired punk?
2: Well, K. F. A. pal. Yeah, you told me beforehand. I saw it in the notes. Man, come on, dude. Learned it. To... <laughs> That's not K. F. A. pal. That's shoot, pal. I know. Uh,
1: so it was some dick named Chris Peck, a random lawyer, and the American dragon, Brian Danielson. Wow. So, and Danielson put out a tweet saying, my dad always told me the toughest decisions are usually the right ones.
2: Yeah, he probably understood that, listen, no matter how much punk is right, you can't just go choking people.
1: How much did he choke them? I mean, did he grab Uh, them
2: by his throat or did he just... Knowing... (laughs) I'm going to put my hand. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm sure he went. I'm sure he was dominant enough just to let that motherfucker know if you want to fuck with me, this is what you're going to get. And I'll let you go. But you need to recognize, son. That's just my guess.
1: You know, we're talking a lot about punk here and and the this whole thing. But where
2: does old sniffy sniffy TK go from here? (sighs) Right back to the fucking lines on the table. (laughs) <laughs> I mean, where where can you go at this point? You're just catering to your base audience. Did you see that fucking show the other day that they barely cracked two hundred thousand viewers? Why fucking would SmackDowns you even at like think SmackDowns that... at over two million?
3: It wasn't even SmackDown. No, there was
2: that. SmackDown lost more viewers over the course of the night. You know the ups and downs because it's not always a steady number. Just because you sure. lose viewers doesn't mean shit, right? SmackDown lost more viewers than Collision. Had at its <laughs> highest point. Think about that shit.
1: And that's, yeah, and they still were in the millions. Um, and still crushed them. Two million. Yeah. Yeah. The. It's funny that they put both Rampage and Collision on Saturday night up against Survivor Series. Ugh. Great. I'm like, for what reason? <laughs> what? You put his show that he actually made a pretty decent spot of to watch on Saturday nights, and you're <laughs> like, huh, well, this will show him. We're going to put. Brody king versus uh, claudio or whatever the fuck it was you know what i mean like it didn't even matter i don't even know yeah, what happened yep. i didn't even watch i didn't even care once punk mm-hmm. showed up i was Why like would you? it don't matter <laughs> now does, if he didn't show anymore. up i'd be like well maybe he showed up at collision and he's a mask guy and that was the whole right well there's a lot Could've of we- there's a lot of
2: yeah yeah and so there's tony's comment you know they asked him what do you think uh, I don't think it's appropriate to talk about this time, and I can't for legal reasons. Okay, I dude. The okay. <laughs> this, there's that. Um, what the fuck else was I just going to say? Yeah, I mean, he's booking for the for his own marks at this point. Like I said, it's just the AEW fight. You might as well just take the show and move it to fucking uh, YouTube at this point. Here's another thing Brian last mentioned on that clip, because the, the whole episode's not out yet for the uh, Cornette experience, but on that YouTube clip... Uh, Great Brian Lance mentioned, he's like, you know, there's an executive over at TBS that is a huge CM Punk mark, and Raw's up for renewing its TV deal. I did hear... What if Raw... I
1: I, I heard (laughs) heard Cornette laugh at that. Oh, my God. Cornette lost it. He goes, that
2: would be fucking great if they showed up on TBS. Could you... And you know Triple H is a shrewd motherfucker. He would do that in a heartbeat without even fucking thinking about it. I
1: mean, if you ask me... TBS is, I feel like almost well, not as. Big. I think it's
2: probably it might be as TNT. Big as I mean, they're the same. They're the same network. Yeah, they're the Sure, no, no. Network, but I'm saying, so. but either
1: way, all equal is USA. It's not like, I mean, if you moved Raw to Fox, you're gonna fucking murder everybody. But it's not gonna happen. Uh, man, that would be right. great. Put Raw on Monday nights on Fox. To be a pretty good rival, I feel like against Monday Night Football. Sometimes, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, they I think won't.
2: ultimately Yeah, they won't. No, it's probably a smart so, move.
1: Uh either way, Punk being back is gonna be a draw. I can't wait for it's likely later today that we're gonna get the ratings for Raw. I cannot wait to see. You know. I bet you minimum one of the heights was three million at some point. I bet you three if, oh, I, if I, SmackDown I don't doubt was doing yeah. two something and it was a go beginning? home show for a yep. pay per view. You know what I mean? It, oh yeah. I bet you this is the beginning of the show.
2: Beginning of the show because everybody was expecting the show to open with Punk, and then end of the show because they knew that's where he was going to be if he didn't open. What so what yeah, I, I get closer? you. I, I, mean, I guess over three, over what three. What do you do if the closer both. was like
1: six million? Like it goes back to like Attitude Era, like one of the peakest days. You know what I mean? Like, bro, it's just look like,
2: what it look what he did to the fucking social media stats. I'm i wouldn't it, be surprised for one fucking second. And and here's the thing. Here's the thing. I I messaged you. I, I said he should come out first, which he didn't, and that's fine. I said, and he's going to shoot, and I was thinking Pipe Bomb 2.0, but you know what he, this motherfucker did? This is why he's one of the his smartest motherfuckers. He didn't do one fucking thing. He didn't shoot. He didn't call out. He The biggest took jab the that he took was at the – he took the high road. He put over the fans. He said, this is where I belong. Um, Admitting nice I've promo. changed
1: is a big thing, by the way. You may yep. think that's kind of – but they say like – Some people boo.
2: He got some right. booze for that.
1: But I think also you have to look at it ultimately. Him saying, I've changed is pretty close to an apology. I actually
2: thought he was going to say, I'm sorry, to be honest with you. So did I, yeah. So at the end, you know, he's basically, you know, he says, you know, because I am the best in the world or something. And he just held the mic up and they, everybody shouted, CM Punk. The music hits. And what I love about Punk is he knows where the camera is and he talks to the camera a lot. So at the end, he's looking at the camera and you can see the wheels in his brain spinning. He's trying to come up with something. He's trying to come up with something. He's trying to come. And then all of a sudden he goes, I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to make money. And the show goes off the air. That was his shot. That was his only shot. And you know what? And he's and here's another thing. Here's another thing I noticed. He's like, oh man, I'm backstage. I'm hugging some people. There's some people that probably not happy to see me, but you know, I'm hugging people or catching up. Everybody is asking me how AJ's doing. He's like, by the way, AJ sends her love. He never mentioned AJ once on AEW. Thank you. It's funny because
1: I did see a a thing. It's like, oh, great. We could finally get footage of AJ Lee and go back to talking about her being one of the pioneers of the (laughs) women's division. Because for years, we had to stop talking about it. But she was up there with Paige. She was before Paige. She was the one before before Paige. Paige. Now it's, Mm -hmm. well, Paige doesn't work here. AJ doesn't work here. Charlotte created the women's division. But there was was a giant gap, and it was Trish and Lita before that. They don't mention AJ. Now we finally can. Thank God um you know we're talking about where does you know tk go i don't think he's going to be able to bounce back from this i I really don't think they can no um qt marshall resigned
2: (laughs) did you read a statement
1: uh not fully
2: so the the biggest key piece of information is and he you know when he put tony and AEW over he was he, he kept that bridge open he didn't burn it but there's one very telling statement and i don't have it in front of me but i'll paraphrase it it's as of late, AEW has been heading in a different direction, and perhaps it's time for me to do the same. Nice.
1: Dude. And here's the thing. I, I hate it.
2: I respect. Yeah. I, I yeah.
1: bet you no doubt in my mind, minimum, he's going to show up in NXT, and Cody's going to be like, I promise you he's a good hand. He's smart with the business, blah, 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 whatever. He, he helped build the Nightmare Factory.
2: Yes, and he has his own wrestling school. So, if anything, I think he's probably just going to stick to that.
1: Well, all right. I wouldn't be surprised. If you see him over in WWE in a different direction.
2: Yeah, we'll see. Oh he no, I mean, dumb shit anymore. Over. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> darn. Uh, so, yeah, you you mentioned last week that being the elite, it's over. Six days later, being the dark order is here. So now it's. B-T-D-O Jesus I don't even have a comment um, Yeah, Dave Meltzer thinks that Jade Cargill wrestled mm. for WWE and now they're like hmm, we really don't know what to do with her you know he's like that's my gut instinct well let me tell you something Dave your fucking gut that's instinct shit, and everything that you were told you said Punk's not showing up at Survivor Series the only thing you can actually call is what's being fed to you by AEW and the Young Bucks. He doesn't uh-huh. get a lot of WWE shit, WWE shit right, if at all, ever. He's like, Punk's not showing up. Actually, apparently there's a lot of arguments between them, blah blah blah, blah. There's said to be a lot of heat, blah blah blah. blah. Here's punk on raw. Got hugs and kisses, even some on the mouth. You know, like it and all happened, yeah, right? right. It, it, <laughs> my point being, fuck you, Dave. My guess, I think Jay Cargill, her debut. Is the fucking Royal Rumble. And maybe she challenges, yeah, that... if not Rhea, maybe she challenges whoever your SmackDown Women's Champion is at the time.
2: Yeah, no, that's definitely a possibility. Uh, you know who else can go right out and fuck off? Sap? Ryback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, I forgot. That's not even in the news. Holy shit! I know.
2: I just thought of it. I had to bring it up. So he doubled down. Let's start. Yeah, now, yeah, because he,
1: he put no, 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 he, he, he pussyfooted we'll on start this one. He realized. One. Yeah. So I think it was like Friday. He puts out a tweet that says, "If it CM was Friday, Punk, yeah. yep, if CM Punk actually shows up at Survivor Series tomorrow night, I'll retire forever." Also, visit my merch shop at blah, 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 because it was Black Friday or whatever. Right. And Punk shows up Saturday night. And I believe it was on Sunday or maybe Monday that Ryback says, if he stays more than six months, I'll officially retire or whatever the fuck no, it was. No, <laughs> he
2: said, he said, he said the condition was he had to return to AEW, which he never mentioned in his initial tweet. He never mentioned that.
1: Ah, oh, you never mentioned that at all. Yeah. You said you said he tomorrow didn't. night. Where would he turn? Oh, yeah. you're gonna be like, oh, he's returned to Collision tomorrow night. Collision, right? You dickhead! You bald headed fucking. Never mind, I can't. So, say So
2: and then he words. did another one. He said he's like, oh, when I return to wrestling, I'm gonna get twice the pop Phil, da- Phil did, and I don't know, I have to be in my hometown to get it. Yeah, the pop, be, yeah the pop will be the pop will
1: be complete booze. It'll be one of the yeah. heaviest booze. Probably ever. It'll be like the night that Elias and Kevin Owens got that hard boo for like five minutes on Raw.
2: Yeah, it'll be a it'll be crickets. That's what it'll yeah. be,
1: dude. Fuck you. Yeah. Uh well, the last piece of news I do got to get into <clears throat> before we break down all the rest of Raw was uh, well, Sunny was sentenced. She was up for possibly twenty five years in prison, and she now officially has. Seventeen years in prison, and will have eight years probation when she gets out in the year 2034. Good luck with that. I hope she likes puss, because them eggs are gonna be uh, licked in all different ways. Well, hey man, Jesus we, Christ. we did talk about Orton's return. Look at, like you said, you thought Rhea was gonna uh take him out on raw it looked like a point now i actually thought i was like shit he may be delivering an rko to this bitch <laughs> it looked real That's close I was waiting for i was waiting <laughs> it for good. It. uh he ended up defeating dom in the main event which i was kind of thinking that he was gonna or at least priest was gonna want to challenge him because he was the reason that he didn't win the championship you know or the cash in right maybe that's safe for the first pay-per-view back for Orton or the next pay-per-view back for Orton of singles match. Maybe he'll face Damian priest at that point, you know, putting the briefcase on hold for right now with everything going on, I don't think you need to rush Damian priest. You have till I think June, no need to touch anything right now. Absolutely. Um, you know, we've talked about the CM punk return. (laughs) Um, and yeah, you did talk about jelly roll segment with our truth. Fantastic. The tag team turmoil match. I am high on the Creed Brothers after watching them. Holy shit. I didn't realize how good they were. I, You know, we kind of slept on NXT for a little bit because it wasn't exactly, you know, fun shit to watch when they went to pink and yellow or whatever that was. Right. But they ended up winning the tag team turmoil match. DIY went pretty decently far. I think they had two or three wins. Uh, then they ended up losing to the Creed Brothers who finished out the rest of the turmoil.
2: Yeah, I mean stuff. it's it's a fresh face in it. Fresh, fresh, fresh faces. Uh they've got the amateur wrestling background. Uh their finisher looks a little sketchy with fat ass uh butter balling, Jumping off the top uh, rope. Guy. Yeah, well, the so other it's, guys uh, in the electric chair, yeah.
1: Brutus and Julius Creed. The fact that I remember both of their names tells you I'm actually into that. Like I they were a good right? team. I, I I was like not heavily polished it's not like a world's greatest tag team or even america alpha but they have the goods to be that and the crowd was behind him number one contenders to baylor and priest and it was cool because priest comes in the back he goes man did you see the creed brothers man they're yeah i can't and, sleep Dom, on them. and, and uh, priest is like just go ahead and say it i'm a fucking asshole you know like he, <laughs> he wasn't even <laughs> listening to him <laughs> um I didn't expect that who Nakamura was talking about. Yeah. Everybody was like, "Everybody was like, he has an open challenge for Survivor Series. No, he didn't. People speculated there was going to be an open challenge. It ends up being Cody Rose, after Cody declares himself the first entrant into the Royal Rumble, comes out, does the red mist on his face. I am loving Nakamura more and more and more. Add Nakamura's name to the fucking list against Punk. Jesus Man, Christ. Man, no right? You know? Yeah. I mean... Think about his match with Kojima. It was good. You know what I mean? Like, he can go with Mm -hmm. all different styles. You know what I mean? And it was a pretty stiff match with him. He could do something decent with uh, Nakamura. Because Nakamura, I feel like, is a pussy version of himself with how his wrestling moves are in WWE versus, you know, New Japan. But if you put him in with the right guy, I think that it would be great. It's funny, man. You had me at the Okada thing. I was really hoping for that.
2: I know, right?
1: And... It was funny because uh, Drew McIntyre went to headbutt uh, Seth Rollins because Seth said that the person who is going to be wrestling him this coming Monday on Raw for the title is main event Jey Uso. And then Drew went to headbutt Rollins, but chose the wrong shoulder if you're going to hit a shoulder. And he hit directly on the championship belt. And if anybody wants to wonder if that thing is fake or if it, anything on that is like plastic, look at Drew's head after that thing split his he head Goldberged
2: open. Goldberg himself, he did himself.
1: It, it was awesome. He even noticed right away. He touched his head like, "Fuck, that hurts." <laughs> Goes backstage, has his uh, uh, conversation with Sami Zayn, and Zayn is saying, "Look, it, my end goal is still the world championship." Crowd popped. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it doesn't have to be even in this next year, but I think when it happens, it's going to be big. But don't wait too long. Just don't wait too long where we get a little too stale on him, unless he changes character again. You know what I mean?
2: I'll take a
1: heel Sami Zayn winning the championship, by the way. He doesn't have to be face. I'll take anything. Eh. The heel was kind of funny, man, in the the bloodline. I just – Oh, no, definitely, but – did you happen to see the end of the war games right before they did that big panning shot? Him and Jey Uso did the the hand clap with each oh, other. Oh, the handshake. Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah. yeah, dude.
3: I was like, fucking love that they did
1: that again. <laughs> um, but then he goes backstage and, and Sammy, you know, is trying to talk sense into me. This isn't you, man. And Drew goes, you're right. I got to start. And next week, it's with you. So now, Monday, we got Rollins and... Jay, which we both know, Drew's interfering in that shit pretty fucking quick. I think Drew's yeah, no going to get the right? match at whatever December pay per view it is coming up. And do we have a December pay per view coming up? I assume we do.
2: Is it? Do we do TLC anymore? I don't even. know. Oh god, I don't even fucking remember. Yeah, but I mean, hey, that's the thing. You could have uh, Drew take it, transition it to Sammy.
1: But then with Punk somehow, it's a lot of. Hot you don't potato. have to
2: put Punk right in the. You don't. You don't have to put Punk in the title p- picture. Actually, you I'm believe not A. W. okay with that. You did. <laughs> What's that? In AEW, you had to put him in the title picture. <laughs> well, yes. No, but you know
1: what? You're right. If Rollins does lose the title, it's just straight one on one with Punk. Now, mm-hmm. when you listen to his promo, yep. that hypocrite is yep. back, and I don't care. And it's funny because Punk's like everybody's happy, and then you hear some of the people in the crowd going, "Whoa!" And he goes. Not everybody, and you hear some people kind of chuckle in the crowd, which I thought was funny. Um, I think it's a perfectly built-in feud. It's something we never really got. They had a face-off in NXT with each other. They had a couple bullshit matches where the the Shield were always just jumping everybody back then. But yes, as two yes. main event stars now, oh, I think this could be a really good match at WrestleMania. It doesn't have to happen hell yeah. Line. Um, and I think and second
2: still could a good promo.
1: Yeah, and I bet you, Punk. May have, I don't know. This is my own personal guess. Probably was like to Triple H, and I really don't need to headline a WrestleMania. I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, we we'll probably pass that at this point. <laughs> I think we're Triple good. H is like, no, no,
2: no, no. I insist. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: We're going to have you thrown Roman. You know how pissed people would be if that happened? That'd be like Lesnar right? with Taker. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. Which I kind of want. Never mind. Uh, and on SmackDown, Ridge Holland. Left Butch in the ring in a tag team match. So, looks like Brawling Brutes are over because Sheamus is out. Butch and Ridge Holland are having this. So, maybe, just maybe, we can fucking call him Pete Dunne again. Because that was a McMahon idea, if I'm not mistaken. There's no way Triple H is like, because Triple H would change it in NXT all the way back then when they had the Cruiserweight Classic.
2: And he yeah. won the fucking thing. It,
1: or no, he didn't win. Yeah. Uh uh, what's his name did and then I, uh, uh Tyler Bate won and then he won the championship for him. But then yeah. he still would have made a uh, change I, his name then.
2: Yeah, I like your idea. Uh call him. You know, you, can, you have him cut a promo and say, Listen, you know, they, they brought me into the to the brutes and they just started calling me Butch. I never really cared for it, so call me fucking Pete done from now on. And then he takes the title off Gunther so Gunther can focus on the main event. His
1: Mama named Pete? I'm a name Pete. There you go. Well, man, I'm uh, excited because, you know, I, I'm not sure if we've broken down anything uh, with Wrestle Kingdom, but in a couple of, well, about maybe four weeks plus from now, January 4th, we do have Wrestle Kingdom coming up. Sonata is defending the title against Naito. The U.S. and slash U.K. title, whatever that may be, is Osprey versus Moxley versus David Finley. David Finley's going over. There's no goddamn way that two AEW guys yeah. are going to take this. Um, Danielson versus Okada, too. Romu Tanahashi is taking on El Desperado, which should be a pretty good match, actually, for the junior title. Uh, Bullet Club War Dogs for the junior tag titles taking on Catch-22. Zack Sabre will take on Hiroshi Tanahashi. And I'm like, meh. Yeah. I don't know. I'm over Hiroshi, I think. I'm just kind of at that point with him. And Tamatanga mm-hmm. looks to regain the Never Open Weight Championship against Shingo Takagi. Hey, man. Let's go to the fucking table. (laughs) Just bring it, bitch.
0: Oh, my God.
1: You know, it's really funny. I I did have some things I wanted to bring up today uh, in Bring It to the Table, and they ended up just transitioning into news because that's how our, our show went. But I do think that we're on the same page, and I want you to go ahead and kick it off.
2: All right. Well, you know, after the events of uh, of Saturday and, and Survivor Series and Punk returning, I, I kind of just started a list. Now, I, I, I'm guessing that, you know, afterwards, you're going to be like, well, don't forget about this and don't forget about this and don't forget about this. I'm not necessarily trying to, to capture everything, no, but no, I, gotcha. I want you to think about this. I want you to think about this. Since we started this podcast in 2019, was it? Uh, the, October the, of, the of 2019. Okay. We've seen the emergence of a new promotion with money behind it and star power for what it's worth at this point. But um, we entered a global pandemic, which took wrestling to somewhere we've never seen before. Uh, one of our hometown favorites, John Huber, unfortunately passed away during that time. Ric Flair returned for a fucking match. That happened. Edge and Christian both return. Soraya returns. Taker retires. Roman Reigns finally gets over. Mm -hmm. Punk returns to AEW. Then we get the brawl out. Then Punk returns to WWE. Shaking hands with Triple H. We get to see two of the greatest wrestlers in the world face each other in Danielson and Okada. And more importantly, the Big Show turned. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> i wish he had turned during that uh ten man street fight it would have just been perfect for me just to it would just right. encapsulate everything just to that. do it just um, to do it oh man you did a lot you had a lot um i mean we, we had mox and jericho we had rollins and wyatt um you know some big things you know Wyatt did become our champion we yeah won the fiend too. yeah i mean that was that was a yeah big the thing fiend got, got burned over. alive oh my jesus christ Alexa Bliss straddling
2: <laughs> Alexa Bliss Randy straddling Orton. Orton and having black squid ink shooting out from her face.
1: Um, during the I pandemic, I thought that was got, hot. Yeah, give or take. Um, the uh, during that pandemic, a lot of horrible skits, but also we did get the dinner le debonair. Uh, you know, and you said you know Punk's return. Let's not forget him and MJF going at it. That feud was oh my exactly god, what yeah. we all wanted. I feel like he got everything he needed out of that entire company. Who else does he really need to have fought over there that we were like, like, oh God, I really want to see him and Okada or him and Omega for what? It, I mean, eh, yeah. okay, it might be good, but we just wanted to see him and MJF. There's not one other person over there that I needed to see him wrestle, and Darby the, got the, it all out of the way. The, the
2: promos, yeah, the and promos Eddie. were worth it alone. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah.
1: Well, I was gonna say, look at Thanksgiving Eve three years ago, him and MJF in the ring. And it was a twenty minute back and forth. That's where the Mm you're less famous, Ms., my jealous fan, um the you (laughs) can't see you. I can't see you, man. (laughs) (laughs) Um I mean, dude, and we even had the Thunderdome. I mean, so we had a lot of shit that happened in this show, but the fact that we watched CM Punk return not once but twice into two different companies and you can say anything you want, and I. there's a lot of AEW marks out there that are like, well, all they got is a PG Punk because his promo on Raw was just a bland blah, 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 We'll say parts of it really perfect. mimicked Rampage, his first one, where he's like, "Sure, um, I'm back for you, I'm home, um, I missed you guys, and I was like, a little close to the Rampage, but I guess it's you know it's also true maybe, I don't know, and but it did have a lot of the different parts to it. Um, especially being humble and you know,
2: I've saying, changed. I've changed. Yeah,
1: hundred percent. The just everything. Man, I think the landscape has completely changed. You can't tell me that Tony Khan can sign. I mean, that was their biggest fucking signee. He. I don't care what you say. He is bigger than Chris Jericho. He is more talked about than Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho has to tour in Fozzie for more people to talk about him. Because they're not talking about him as much here. They're not talking about Omega as much here. We're not talking about the Buck nope. fucking ever. Hangman Page is only being talked about because AEW actually allowed that blood spot. By the way, they actually said, "Oh yeah, you know what? I heard. that sounds like a pretty good yeah. fucking idea. Drink a pint of it. I think it's cool. Go ahead." Um, no one got tested. Everybody got AIDS. Nope. It's,
2: it's it'll be fun. Um, For the <laughs> record, we are not saying that anybody had AIDS in the promotion
1: yet. Uh, But I'm saying that allegedly, overall, what can you do to say that you are anywhere close on the same fucking wavelength as WWE anymore? I hope to God Miro gets his fucking release at some point and Triple H puts him back as Rusev, put him back to work the right way. Right now, all he's doing is watching his wife cuckold again. That's all he's fucking doing again. This so was happening in left. WWE. Again. Yeah, might yeah. as well go yeah. back to WWE and let some other guy slap her around a bit. At least it'd be a little more entertaining.
2: Went, went from the BBC to the BCC. Because <laughs> Lashley, remember? Yeah. No, I'll, I got it. No, 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 no. I'll try Thanks harder. The,
1: <laughs> okay, all right. Let's just go to the wars. <laughs> Monday Night woo!
0: Let Dr. Austin go to work here.
1: What's he going to do? I don't know. The Undertaker's been taken to a, a mental ward. Austin puts The Undertaker and Kane in the body bag. The
0: Undertaker's on his way to the nuthouse. house. Complete, but you're an asshole. <laughs> if you want to fire me, fire me. But make this known in your neighborhood tomorrow. A 12-year-old kid's gonna say Ric Flair called you out. He's old. Can't you beat him? A 10-year-old down the block's gonna say Bischoff. Ric Flair called you out last night. Ted Turner's gonna look across the board of directors and say, did Flair call out Bischoff last night? They're gonna say, yeah. Bischoff, they're all gonna look at you, and they're gonna say. "That." I want you to hear this, let me have it. They're gonna say that old man of diminished skills called you out. I wanna wrestle you here tonight, tomorrow. Down. You and I are gonna have it out once and for all. You me come jump on this old man. Woo! I don't think it gets any stronger than that, ladies and gentlemen. The challenge from Rick Woo Blair to Eric Bischoff. I hope you're listening. Stay tuned.
1: I have so many questions logistically for the end of Raw. We're going to get there. Hey, let's talk
2: about the wars. Let's talk about them shits. No, Do you November know what I'm talking 30th. about? Oh, them uh, shits. You know, okay, that it's, makes sense then. It, 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 oh. <laughs> back in the day. Uh, no, I actually, as soon as you said that, I'm like, how the fuck did Raw end? I'm, I have I to get back and look at it. Um, I'm pretty sure because I remember, because, again, I had the extra attitude on this one. so. Mm, but, okay, uh, yeah. you'll know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Well, let's get there. November 30th, 98. No pay-per-view. Thank God. Uh, We're going right into Raw. Taker and Bearer are shown backstage plotting. uh, And the the show starts off with ICP and the headbangers coming to the ring. Cuts backstage. We see Austin arriving. Shovel in hand. Comes to the ring. Cleans house. Gets on the mic. Says, I ain't waiting for Buried Alive before the night's over. Taker's going to be wearing his shovel upside his head, and that's the bottom line. Throughout this episode of Raw, we get the date between Mark Henry and China, uh, and it starts with D'Lo, with Mark Henry getting ready for the date. So. Austin's backstage looking for Taker, sees a ref, shoves him, and he passes a woman in the hall, asks her, am I wrong? Okay, I'm not it, wrong. No, you're it, not, it, man. It, it, I, I, fucking... I didn't even have to pause. It, it was Stephanie McMahon.
1: But just asking her like she is just an employee or timid, Someone's just timid. on the way to even the bathroom,
2: papers or something. No, nope, yeah. nope, <laughs> I'm just walking
1: right by. That's why I said like she's just going to the bathroom. And hey, you seen Undertaker? No, I haven't. And then just turns and walks away. I'm like, whoa, that was her very yeah. first time on TV. It's yeah. like how they did Shane. They did a tiny dip in a couple times here and there. You know what I mean? That was pretty good.
2: Yeah, pretty cool. No
1: shit. What? I didn't think it was going to be for another couple months that we see her, at least.
2: Same here, same here. Before you know, she'll be nailed to a cross. Uh, speaking of, we get the outlaw <laughs> oh, of Edge I, and I, Gangrel.
1: I, I didn't know Triple H's <laughs> nickname was the cross.
2: bam, <laughs> Something. Outlaws Cheating. versus Edge and Gangrel, non-title match, I'm assuming. <clears throat> uh, the Outlaws are shown on Heat being courted by the Corporation. You had mentioned at the end of their match last week they were greeted by the Stooges and being consoled. Uh, so they're be- they're definitely being courted by the Corporation. Uh, Christian interferes. It's a DQ. Shamrock and Bossman are in to save the Outlaws. Um, the McMahons are at the top of the ramp, and the Stooges just grab the Outlaws and bring them back up the ramp. Yep. Austin's continuing the search. There's a couple walk-in fridges, checks the first one, nothing. The other one is mysteriously cracked open. So he flies (laughs) the door open, nothing there, and Taker just comes in from behind, shoves him in the fridge, they lock him in there. And uh, Bear says something to the effect of, all right, we got to take care of other business here, and they walk off and leave Austin in there. We go back to Henry and D'Lo. It's it's Christmas time. It's the time of giving, and Mark Henry, you know, wants D'Lo to give him the gift. He wants him to come along on the date with him. D'Lo's not feeling it, but he agrees. And we hear the bell toll. Taker comes to the ring. Uh, says he's going to keep Austin on ice until he buries him at rock bottom. See what he did there. Then uh, he calls out Kane. Uh, it says when the night ends, one of us is going to face the future, and one of us faces eternal darkness. Lights go out. It's Kane's music, uh, and they fight. It's not a match, but they fight like it's a match. Uh, Taker hits a tombstone, starts choking Kane, and then sees a bunch of men in white coats coming to the ring. Kane lariats Taker to the floor, and the men in white coats go after Kane. They have a straight jacket and batons, uh, and they go through the crowd. And Bear is just on the ramp smiling. <laughs> Uh, Mark Henry and D-Lo go outside to a limo and and, and Mark's like hey man I know you, you gotta come on this day I know you said you're underdressed so hey man I got you this really nice jacket and D-Lo's like oh shit this is really nice man I like this I like this <laughs> a lot he's like hey man no, no no I got more for you here hold on hold on because Mark Henry's wearing sunglasses right and he's wearing all black you know black sports jacket not sports suit jacket you know nice pants and then just like a black shirt underneath D-Lo pretty much the same thing and he goes hold, hold on I got one more thing for you and he reaches into the car and he's got a chauffeur's hat
1: <laughs> every part so, of every uh, segment i think was great <laughs> this was all, well done by everybody involved all around
2: it was it was it was great uh so they arrive at the hotel china's just in jeans she just wants to get it over with and you know <laughs> uh notice and then she, and she sees d Lo is the chauffeur she goes d Lo and just gets into the limo it was fucking great um, and then we see uh, the murder squad in the crowd at the arena. It's Ray Lewis and the Baltimore Ravens.
1: <laughs> I was like, who? <laughs> uh, I
2: think
1: it, I, I think it's Anthony Jeselnik's joke. The only people who have more concussions than... Oh, no, Jimmy Carr. The only people who have more concussions than the players in the NFL are their wives.
2: <laughs> oh,
3: Jesus Christ. <laughs> <Aren't that right?
2: laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, X Pac comes to the ring, says, You know, everybody's asking me about the New Age Outlaws. Why don't you ask the New Age Outlaws? It's like, that's a pretty good point, X Pac. It's probably the last one you're ever going to make. Uh, he calls out Shawn Michaels, says, I'm going to beat your ass and I ain't going to use a chair. HBK comes out wearing his corporate suit. I love it. He calls X Pac kid. X Pac yep. actually cracked a smile for that one. I liked it. Uh, HBK says, I'm the new sheriff in town. If I want any crap from you, I'll pick it out of your teeth. <laughs> I thought that was a good line. <laughs> It's good. He says, I'm not an active wrestler. You'll look at me funny, and I'll send your ass to that money pit in Atlanta. Zing. Ooh, threaten me with a good
1: time, that money pit,
2: <laughs> <laughs> or Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He says you're gonna face the coke tonight, flows it? like wine. <laughs> Uh, you're going to face Shamrock tonight, not for the IC title, but for your European title. And, hey, one last thing. I was in DX before DX was cool. He says, I was DX before DX was cool. Yeah, sick burn. Bro. Bro. Uh, <clears throat> limo pulls up to the restaurant. China finally accepts the flowers from Mark Henry. And she grabs them and she looks, and she sees a tag. She goes, $1.99, Mark? <laughs> <laughs> god this
1: is so good am i the only yeah. one that thinks she looks good i mean come on no, i don't know weather, really everything else yeah i you know everybody used to make Wolf fun of smash. me back today. i was like i, well, I, I want to be online what, what's what is the uh, <laughs> what that the picture of the what is it the porn star the tall redhead with like the little Little chick. Oh, over. holding up the, be, the little girl, that, yeah. I can be that to China.
2: <laughs> be the little chick? <laughs> She's
1: holding me up. Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I don't know how well it's gonna work. She's dead, but you know, dreams are dreams. Uh, She'll uh be able so, to hold yeah, me up we go pretty stiff. To,
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we see the fridge that Austin was locked in and the doors open. No Austin. Next you get Gold Dust versus Jeff Jarrett. Owen's on commentary. He denies being the Blazer. Uh, Deborah goes into the ring to block shatter Dreams. Owen attacks Goldust, and then Blazer comes down to the ring and attacks Owen. It's Blackman. Uh, he beats down Owen, and refs break it up.
1: Yeah, I am still retired. I'm, I'm just here to say hello to some friends. That's all I'm here to do tonight, JR. I love it. it's.
2: And it was, was great before the Blazer— great. Yeah, before the blackman dressed as uh as Blazer, you know, revealed himself, he comes in the ring and he goes woo and then Owen goes woo. <laughs> do they ever reveal who the actual third
1: is, though? Because we have seen Jarrett Owen we have seen a and third. Blazer. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like we only ever see those two. I don't think we ever yeah. find out who the third is. I Maybe don't we think do, so. and I missed it, but we'll find out.
2: Yeah, we certainly will. Uh, let's see, or we won't. We have split screen of Austin looking for Taker and Taker looking for Kane. Uh, next you get Boss Man with Shawn Michaels versus Mankind for the hype, hardcore title in a ladder match. HBK joins commentary. Um, yeah, Rock comes out, he shoves the ladder over, holds the ladder for Boss Man, Mankind fights back, crotches the Rock. And then uh, it just it ends up being mankind fighting with the rock while Boss Man just fucking climbs the ladder and wins the hardcore title. I mean, at least Ray Trailer got a title. <laughs> I like guess right. That's true.
1: Yeah, actually, all the way up to this point, he's never actually had a championship. He fought for the Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania Seven against Perfect, but that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, this is the beginning. Really, really the tipping beginning not tipping point but like the very beginning of the rock mankind feud i mean you thought it was beginning at survivor series and everything that happened recently now we're heading into what you said butts and seats man we are really heading into it especially like like you said rock and mankind were having like a semi match while uh boss man was walking up the ladder like they pretty much moves rock bottom everything yeah
2: Yep, absolutely. There's a beatdown post match. Uh, Shawn Michaels gets in some shots with the nightstick. All right. So next, uh, Taker finds Kane. There's a brawl. Uh, they're in like some like it looks like a banquet room. You know, there's a bunch of tables and chairs set up. Uh, it's dark, no lights on. Um, and they're trying to get Kane. So they get Kane down, and they and they're uh trying to get him in a body bag. And uh, Taker tells Bear, you know, go get the orderlies. I can handle this. And right after Bearer leaves, Austin comes in and just smashes Taker right in the fucking heed with the shovel.
1: Which flies off. The oh, yeah. spade part of flies right off. Comically. Yep.
2: Yep. Absolutely. Um, Mark Merrow, the cherry on top of his illustrious WWF career, calls out Dwayne Gill, who's from Baltimore, which is where they are. He says, if I can't beat that moron, that jobber, this is the last time you're going to see me. Welp. Uh... <laughs> Dwayne Gill comes out with his Pee Wee football team. Uh, and then Holly, uh Bob Holly and Scorpio come to hey, the top. By the of way, the when you
1: say that, he's serious. A Bunch of kids come out. Pee Wee football kids, team. Yeah. Like, Pee football real, team. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, well, it. You weren't just you weren't saying anything going like was a joke. I'm saying Pasadena like it's, you just Chargers kind of passed yeah. it kind of funny. Yep. Yeah.
2: Yep. Pasadena Chargers. Pasadena is a suburb of Baltimore. So it's his actual Pee Wee football team that he coaches came out to the ring with him. Uh, job Squad, Bob Holly, and Scorpio come to the top of the ramp, and Marrow's mocking them. Marrow gets to the top rope to hit his move, and the Blue Meanie shows up, shoves him off, and Gil gets the pin.
1: I forgot Blue Meanie was showing up in the Attitude Era. I Same. thought he not show up until much later when the whole JBL thing happens.
2: Mm-hmm. Same here. Yeah. So they're still definitely getting that ECW crossover going. I think it was the only way that place stayed afloat at the end. You know. Yep. Uh, let's see. So Bear finds the orderlies, uh, brings them, uh, he wants to bring them back to where the uh, cane's in a body bag. And then we get China and Mark Henry at dinner. Henry uh, starts reciting a poem. Uh, you can see China kind of pop every once in a while, very subtle though. And Henry's like, here, let me refill your glass of wine, baby. Let, let's have a little bit of a toast. And China just chugs her glass of wine. <laughs> it's fucking great. Uh, And then Mark Henry starts telling her, oh, come on, baby, we got to dance. We got to dance. Come on, you want to go dance? China kind of just reluctantly shrugs. We'll be back to them later. Uh, So next we get X-Pac versus Shamrock, who also has Shawn Michaels with him. This is for the European title. Uh, Shawn Michaels distracts the ref while X-Pac hits his finisher in a pin. Bossman runs in and takes out X-Pac. Ref comes back in, but Triple H returns, makes the save. It's a DQ. Big pop for Triple H returning. Funny because, Professor, you had just brought that up earlier uh, about his return from the quad tear. Um, This one, obviously not as big, but still got a big reaction, able to make the save for X-Pac. And we've got DX back together. Uh, Him and uh, X-Pac and and Triple H head back up the ramp, giving the chops to Shawn Michaels. Well, especially
1: especially with the whole, you know, it's Shawn Michaels screwing over not just X-Pac or just DX. You screwed over your best friend Triple H, so that's kinda big. Mm-hmm. But also Triple H did say you dropped the ball, you know, yeah. back in March after you left. So it's uh it's kinda big, but unfortunately we weren't gonna see a match of this for another four
2: years. I know. Yeah. I was just about to say that. Yep. Uh, we go back to Bear, him and the Orleas, or find the body bag, load it up on a gurney and head to the nut house. It's hilarious because you know, you know, typically when you see a gurney, you know, it, it uh it raises and lowers, right? You can get it right down to yep. the ground, so you can get somebody on easy, and then you can lift it up so you can push it along. Uh, apparently, they didn't have one of those or didn't know that it worked that way because they <laughs> kept the gurney low to the floor and just like bending over to roll it across the floor. T- <laughs> I'm like,
1: it lifts up. It's locked. One of the yeah, other, you Something's know, what's happening an here? Way to
2: do this, right? Even if it's Undertaker or Kane in that bag, pretty easy. You know, you got eight of you. So anyway. Uh, we go back to Mark Henry and China. They're at a bar now. It appears. Uh, it looks like it's a different place from the restaurant, and uh, you know, music's playing, and uh, he's trying to get China to join Mark Henry dancing. Mark Henry's busting a move, and she comes up for a second, but she doesn't do anything. She smiles a little bit. Patrons oh, are clapping. Oh, she was smirking. China. Oh yeah, definitely. It, it, but, she she it, couldn't it, hold it I feel it like anymore. it was
1: almost. I feel like it was almost more real, of her chuckle at least, because I mean, dude was. You know, for a big guy, dancing pretty good, busting, moving around her, you know, like to like some good soul music. I loved it. And she was like, I, I thought it, it was is. an awesome. All this shit was just fantastic. And it leads up to an even better part.
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, so let's see here. Uh, yeah. So they go back to their seats. Henry says, I got to powder my nose. He puts his jacket on the seat. Uh, and as he's walking away, three guys walk in. They see China and they go talk to her. Hey, baby. And she's just, how about you get lost? And I swear, one of the guys goes, do I get you horny, baby? I'm talking to you, bitch. Bam, bam, bam bam rapey. Uh, but yeah, well, China just takes that. one he of goes, them. He goes,
1: what, I don't make you horny, baby? And I go, "Yeah, huh, I think International Man of Mystery had just come up in 98 around this time. Uh, I'm be, yeah. I initially could be. I initially,
2: yeah, I was thinking Full Metal Jacket. I didn't even think about that, yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Hey. Me love you long time. Don't do time. it. Don't. <laughs> uh, I only yeah, have China so much money. Up. Yeah,
2: so my mom only gives me so much for my allowance. <laughs> Five dollars to buku.
1: I just love his when the guy does like actual karate moves, and then he does yeah, the uh, fuck he does. He just start like screaming. And he down. just
2: starts screaming. Yeah. <laughs> ah ha.
1: Sorry, let's move on. Um, China yeah, takes so, one this guy out. does get real rapey and does go, talking to you, bitch. And I was like, oh, shit, he's going to
2: die. Mm-hmm. He did. Yeah. China takes one out. Henry takes out the other two. And China's like, all right, let's get out of here.
1: Let's go make
2: love. <clears throat> so, uh, next you get Valvenus with the Godfather and the hose versus Tiger Ali Singh. Um, and Valvina says, yeah, how low will America go? Well, last night your girlfriend went all the way down codfather i'd like you to do me a favor and keep an eye on that little monkey referring to babu and if he gets out of line spank that little monkey <laughs> yeah horrible yeah. this yeah. one's horrible I, i'm with you on it the hose distract babu pms come to the ring i'm sorry i'm preemptively calling him pms because you mentioned it it's uh It's Terry Runnels and Jacqueline, for those of you who haven't been paying attention. Uh, Jackie distracts Venus and the Godfather while Terry crotches Venus. It's a DQ. And then the fucking Acolytes come out of nowhere and attack Singin' Babu. I popped as a love You know I love the Acolytes. I do. I hate Bradshaw. I love the
1: Acolytes. Same. What... Apparently has happened, though, is these guys have already debuted on Sunday Night Heat. I think they were, at this point they've been trying a lot of people out because every time someone shows up, like they're like, it, the Blue Mean here. He's doing it again. I'm like, must have been on Heat because I haven't seen him before. And then as soon as JR goes, oh, my, it's the Acolytes. Now they're here to raise hell. I'm like, they must have done this on Heat. I'm like, I haven't seen any of this shit. But, uh, oh, my God. It was as soon as they started in, in the Lariat and uh, Farouk doing his... I don't. I can't remember what his uh his finisher is off the top of my head, but everything it was just awesome. I was like, oh shit, we're already at this time now. Acolytes are here, which is good because that means we're soon going to be getting the Ministry of Darkness too. Mm-hmm. And Midian. Yep. <laughs> Please don't remind me.
2: Oh, what? Did, what? Did, when was this period where he did? Uh, was it Naked the Midian naked bit? or was it Naked?
1: <laughs> like end of ninety nine, maybe. <laughs> I think he was still possessed from being oh in the darkness. Oh, my God. That's so
2: great. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Yeah. All right. So there's that. Uh, we see the ambulance taking the body bag away. And uh, meanwhile, Austin and Kane are in the locker room watching the feed. They obviously pull all the old switcheroo there takers in that body bag, not Kane. Uh, Shane comes to the top of the ramp, cuts a promo on Sable, calls her out, and she's there to model the new WWF cologne and perfume. And if we didn't have enough rapiness earlier, we get some here. <laughs> just gonna say that. <laughs> Where Shane says, "Let me smell what you're cooking," so she sprays it on her. Shane comes in, starts smelling her, and then she just sprays him in the face and mouth and walks off.
1: Well, and and he goes, "It's available and actually pre- pretty good for as a breath mint or something like that." <laughs>
2: yeah. Ou de toilette. All right. Uh, next, you get Al Snow versus The Rock. There's a ref bump because wrestling. Rock hits the rock bottom. People's he hits a people's elbow on heed. And then snow comes to. He gives rock heed. Ref is still down. Boss man shamrock to the ring. Another rock bottom gets the win. Mankind comes out. Boss man and shamrock handle him. Rock takes out snow. Um and yeah, mankind and rock just end up fighting off.
1: It's funny you say, you know, ref bump because of wrestling. Um, I think we're gonna have to start saying because of attitude era wrestling. Because well, it's, it's, it's not it's just pretty on heavy this program. Rant. Well, I guess that's true. I mean, it's not as consistent nowadays.
2: No, well, not an AEW.
1: <laughs> no, Okay, all right, never mind, never mind.
2: Wait till we get to Nitro. I think there's at least two. Uh, Austin uh, goes puts uh, to put Bear in the fridge. Kane's in there to surprise him. They drag him away. They drag him to the ring, and they say they tell him that it was Taker that got sent there. Uh, and he said, you know, he can't save your fat ass tonight. I'm getting thirsty. Someone throw me a beer. He gets a beer. He goes, if you want to see Kane beat the hell out of Bear, give me a hell yeah. Not good enough. Hey, you know that thing you do with the gas can? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you do that? He's like, no, no, no. I got it. Austin has scissors. He's trying to cut Bear's clothing off like they did to Austin in the in the morgue. doesn't work, so they just fucking rip the, his clothing off. Uh, fake stabbing him and says, Cain, get him. I got it, a better idea.
1: But his, Bear's pleading is just oh, ridiculous. Oh, that's great.
2: Yeah, it is great.
1: So, oh God, no! <laughs> it was just, oh, it was so good, and just when you think this is about to hit a peak, uh,
2: move this on. this is what you're talking about. Okay, this Thank is what you. you're talking about. I don't get so, it. So, so yeah, I Kane, do I I don't. Got a Better, yeah, I don't. Uh, Kane, I got a better idea. Get him. So naturally, the logical conclusion is to bring him outside of the arena, find a manhole cover, have the actual tool that's used to take off the manhole cover handily on you. And stuffing it. it on
1: his own. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Wait, yeah. Oh, no, that's fine. And dumping Bear headfirst into a manhole. Thank you. And then closing
1: Logistically. it. Logistically. And good night, folks. <laughs> a lot of fans followed him outside, by the way, as they went oh, yeah. through. I mean, fans were loaded out there. And I'm like, It'd be kind of cool to be like, yeah, I was there the night that I watched him throw him down the shitter. But it's not a fake thing, it's a real manhole. So my question is. Is something down there? Like you can actually clearly see the uh, the ladder, right? Mm-hmm. That like you would use to go down there. But yeah, past where you can't see that part, is it like just straight net that they caught him? Like are people down there they had ready to, do to go? Something, yeah. Something. They had to do I'm something. just like, how? Like I know he didn't go headfirst into a real goddamn sewer, but I'm like. Logistically, I want to know how they rigged that whole thing. I'm curious. That's one of the more interesting things. I'm like, I remember it happening, but back then I was like, oh, he went in the, in the sewer. Now I'm like, where'd he go? Like, yeah. I know that that fat ass wasn't grabbing on the ladder and doing like a flip I know, down. doing fucking Cirque du you know <laughs> Soleil shit or something, right? Yeah, yeah
2: definitely not. <laughs> uh, for extra attitude, Austin comes back to the ring, gets jumped by the rock, but he blo- he blocks the rock bottom stunner. Rock oversells beautifully, one of his fucking catapults himself after rolling backwards.
1: Nobody sells a stunner like The Rock.
2: Nobody. Well, Vince, but for opposite reasons. Uh, (laughs) All right, so.
1: (laughs) Oh, my God. I'm watching it right now in my head. Oh, oh, stumbling. Oh, oh, let's do it again. Oh, oh, fell.
2: (laughs) Uh, We go to Nitro, and holy fuck, we get the splash intro at the actual beginning of the show. It's got to be the I first I time I'm on my show. I, I know. I was like, ah, oh, maybe we cut off the beat. <laughs> what happened of the before show? this? Uh, we get the, uh, they, they tease we're going to get the contract signing for Nash Goldberg. We see limos arriving. It's the black and white. They head right to the ring. Scott Steiner leading the way. No Hogan. Um, Bischoff calls Steiner the heir apparent. Uh, Steiner says, let's get a moment of silence for the greatest champ ever, Hulk Hogan, who made him the new leader of the black and white. And he says, Hall is Wait. our first order.
1: Did your intro at least have Hogan talking to Leno?
2: I might have skipped it maybe without knowing it.
1: Mine did right before the, the splash intro begins. I And I apologize because as Scott Steiner's bringing this up, um, at the very beginning, you know Hogan's not going to be there and he's on Leno and he goes, the next candidate for the presidency of the United States, Hulk Hogan. And I'm like, now you went on The Tonight Show and did this? Or was that just a tape skit that like that wasn't really live on The Tonight Show? I don't remember him actually being a real candidate, was he?
2: Oh, he probably wasn't. It's probably just a work. So it's, anyway. It's, it's late night t- um, Yeah,
1: Yeah, but that's one of the things that Scott Steiner does bring up um, is that, you know, he's off doing that. That's why he says, let's have a moment of silence for the greatest champion and the future president.
2: Right. Yeah. So uh, their first order of business is to make Hall pay, and they want a tag match between Horace and Scott Steiner versus Hall and a partner of his choosing. So there's that. Uh, Next, you get Conan versus Jericho for the TV title. Uh, Lion Tamer, Conan gets to the ropes, and Jericho thinks he's won, Um, which we've seen before. Uh, Jericho realizes he didn't. He tries to use the title, but he whiffs. Conan reverses and wins the TV title. Luger and Nash come out celebrating. Conan! And why not celebrate with Conan's music video right after?
3: (laughs) I (laughs) mean,
1: He really had that shit queued up. are like, and here's another song by Conan. Yep. This one's called Olale. Oh Olale. Oh, <laughs> the English version of Odale. Yeah.
2: Gene's <laughs> in the ring with Flair. Flair's kind of toned down, looks unhappy. Says he's got to focus on Bischoff. Uh, he's pissed off at Wyndham, calls Bischoff an asshole. Uh, and he says, you know what, Bischoff, I want to wrestle you tonight. Come on. And he says, come jump on this old man. Woo!
1: I'm going to speed that, that up that... next time. And maybe <laughs> I
2: don't
1: think that, yeah, means, don't what think you think that it means what you think
2: <laughs> it means.
0: think what you
2: think it means. Hall comes to the ring wearing an outsider shirt. And he says, know, yep, getting beat up is what I do. He ain't lying. He he's one of the better-selling wrestlers. At this time period. Uh, He says, I got no friends, so I'll fight you one-on-one. And Nash comes to the ramp. Nash goes, hey, yo. (laughs) Fucking great. And then he says, uh, you need a tag partner? I'll be your Huckleberry. (laughs) Be
1: your Huckleberry. I loved it. And then just turns around and walks away.
2: Yep. Uh, Next you get Scott and Steve Armstrong versus Raven and Canyon. Uh, same old shtick. Canyon even says that it's been the same song and dance for two years. You're acting like a man child. Uh, match starts. Raven's just still sitting in the corner. Eventually gets up and heads to the back. Uh, Zabisco says he flew the coop. Get it? Uh, I get it. Get oh, it? I got it. Because the flock, yeah. Uh, Armstrong's oh, no, ended up winning oh, no, with no, a roll-up. That. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, that brings us to hour two. We get Gene in a ring with Bret Hart. He's doing the same shtick from like a few weeks ago. I got a groin injury. I can't fight tonight. I don't know you. Um, DDP comes through the crowd. Hits gum. Hart, you keep ducking me. Doctors say I can't wrestle. Hart says, if it's a no DQ match, t- title match though, I'll wrestle. And DDP says, okay. Okay,
0: I'll do what you want to do.
2: <laughs> okay, I play. <laughs> <laughs> Next, you get Eddie Guerrero versus Kidman for the cruiserweight title. A ref bump because wrestling. <laughs> Hoovy gets on the apron. Kidman ditches the seven-year itch and drop kicks Hoovey instead. Ray runs in, drop kicks Eddie in the back. Kidman hits the shooting star press. Ray rolls the ref in. Bell rings before the three count. This was just a miscommunication because the ref didn't even get his hand down for three and the bell just rang. I thought they were going to call it a DQ. They didn't. It was a straight up win for Kidman. He retains. LWO comes in and they chase the faces to the back. Someone couldn't count. Yeah, apparently. It is a Southern promotion, you know. Uh, Bam Bam's (laughs) in the crowd and he's surrounded by security. Next, Bischoff and Barry Windham come to the ring. Bischoff says we need a hero. I'm going to give you a hero, Dean Malenko. So Malenko and the horsemen come out to the top of the ramp. Malenko goes down to the ring, and Flair Flair wants Bischoff. You're going to give him that opportunity. You're going to wrestle Barry Windham, and if you win, Flair can wrestle me. Uh, And there's another clause in this arrangement. The guest ref is going to be Dusty Rhodes. I forgot he was in the NWO because he hasn't been on TV for like a month or two.
1: I know he comes out in the NWO shirt, and I said the same thing. I go, oh, yeah, that's right, he did turn (laughs) – I don't know where you've been, but all right, you're here.
2: Yep. So uh, let's see. Uh, Wrath squashes somebody. Then we get the cat with Sonny Ono for an open challenge. Um, Saturn comes out straight from the Blue Oyster Club. And uh, the cat tells him, whoa, whoa, whoa. If you beat Sonny, I'll give you a match. Cat whispers something to Ono, and Ono's like, okay, okay, we're good. Um, Saturn gets a two count. Cat pulls the ref out. Glacier comes in and kicks Saturn in the heat ono gets a two count cat with another distraction he pitches a chain into the ring saturn hits the dvd anyway and gets the pin but then the cat points out the chain the rest sees it and reverses the decision so sunny ono's beaten saturn twice now i didn't even know he ever wrestled (laughs) jesus Goldberg Speaking of, I time. didn't know
1: that Barry Windham was even wrestling in WCW in '98. Fuck, I, I know, right?
2: I didn't know. I didn't know that he was in WWF in '97. <laughs> well, there's that. He wasn't. was it, early '98. That wasn't him. No, that wasn't him. That was the stalker. Yeah, Thank my bad. You. Well, no, he was Barry Windham when he joined Cornette's little crew. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Either Move thing. on. <laughs> goldberg arrives for the contract signing nash comes out with the wolf pack nash is just mockingly staring down goldberg oh, at the table
1: oh my god it was amazing just leaning over like yeah like so he so goldberg's <laughs> facing forward at a table like he should be and nash had his body just pretty much turned and kneeling sideways with, yeah. Like, yeah like but like leaning fully in on his knee Staring like, not fully goofy face, but just like a funny look on his with his eyes. Oh, wide it up, was definitely
2: fucking with him. Yeah. When Goldberg
1: looked over, I don't think Goldberg expected it because he was like, "The fuck!" <laughs> like he even like had a look on his Where face. Where the fuck you come from?
2: <laughs> uh Terry Taylor's there for the signing. Forgot he was in the office. Ah! <laughs> um, Nash signs. That's at not Goldberg, a rooster, by it. the way. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we gotcha. Uh, Bam Bam ends up hopping the barricade. Security immediately stops him and gets dragged out of the arena. I'm happy Bam Bam's there, but I'm not because they're just making him look like a schmuck.
1: Even worse, again, they're wasting this. This really could have been Goldberg versus Bam Bam of Starcade. I feel like this would have been way bigger than Nash. You could have held Nash. Dear God, this would have been huge. The way that they're making this guy leave the arena and all this shit. What if he's the one that does dethrone Goldberg? That would have been, I think, a much better idea because it's a bigger storyline right now than goldberg and nash
2: oh 100 and again hindsight is 2020 right because especially because we know where all this goes and it's not good yeah. oh don't worry this isn't bam bam's <clears throat> only appearance kind of <laughs> kind of <laughs> all right let's see here uh we go to our three booker t versus mike enos booker wins uh, then we see Bam Bam he's outside of the arena. They kept referring it to as the grassy knoll. We're not in Dallas. it's just you know a, a section yep. of grass. Uh, and we get Brian Adams with Vincent versus Luger. We get another ref bump because Vincent runs in with a chair. Uh, Luger gets it back. Adams hits a chair shot Spike pile driver on the chair. Luger kicks out of that because he's Superman. Uh, Vincent's on the apron with a chair. Luger reverses the Irish whip and Adams is able to stop before he hits it. But Luger hits him into the chair. Rack wins. Um, when you said Luger, it made me think of it. it Maybe go back
1: to the contract signing. I'm not a fan of the, uh, the ears on the head that the wolf pack does, you know, like every now and then they do, like yeah. you know what I mean. Oh my god! As I just did, did see that, that, a bunch of balloons. Did just you see went that? In the air. Yeah, I saw well, it too. I, I told
2: th- you it did that last time where you did like the thumbs up and it did some weird shit. That's some weird shit. All right,
1: man. These yeah, that's cool see, nowadays.
2: that's crazy. <laughs> All right, oh, we're sorry, easily you, fucking confused. Nobody here. has a, is, any I mean, idea what's going on. We're talking about Nitro anyway, so I don't think it's that important. Next, you get Dean Malenko versus Barry Windham. Dusty is the guest ref. And if Malenko wins, Flair gets a match against Bischoff. Uh, Wyndham's working Malenko's bad knee. uh, And he has Malenko in the corner laying in punches. And then Dusty stops him and calls for the bell and says, Malenko wins. Huh? It was a
1: total waste. At at least let the match go for a minute or two. And... He doesn't, and then it's funny because Dusty kind of does like a funny dance. He starts
2: doing the dancing. I got him, baby. Yeah, I I got him, baby. They didn't see this coming. Uh, Bischoff comes in the ring as Dusty's leaving, and Bischoff's like, come back, and he just fires Dusty. Wyndham comes after Dusty, but Malenko and the Horsemen just beat the shit out of him, and the NWO scurry Bischoff away, and Flair does Flair things.
1: Ah, so he fires Dusty, and that's why they bring Dustin in soon to be seven. By the way, my name you know, is Seven. I don't know if I told you how guys that. How many
2: times did Dusty get fucked with, man? Goes to WWE, WWF, and gets Mister Polka Dots.
1: Still rock the dots. <laughs>
2: my polka dots. <laughs> it's the best Thanksgiving uh, thankfulness of all time. Of all time, Scott Steiner and Horse Hogan versus Hall and Nash. They got the NWO ref. Uh, WCW Legal has called in, forcing Bischoff to face Flair at K, so we have that to look forward to. Nash shoves the ref aside to go after Steiner. Hall hits the outsider's edge. Ref doesn't count. Nash just grabs him and hits the powerbomb. And then another ref just comes in and counts three.
1: And then Nash just takes off.
2: And Nash leaves. Yeah, Nash just Not
1: leaves. even a fist bump. Anything to Nash or to Hall just walks away. That's it.
2: Uh, we see Goldberg it was running. was his Huckleberry, gr- hey, but until, uh, the <laughs> until the three count. Until uh, the three count. Goldberg is seen running out to the grassy knoll. It's a brawl, a pull apart, and another brawl. Or no, Goldberg is A shitload of fans out there, too. Oh, a shit ton of fans. Shit ton. Grassy knolls and manhole covers. Manholes and grassy knolls.
0: Who <laughs> 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 would have thought that's how this day goes? Who would All right. have thought?
2: Uh, your main event's Brett Hart versus DDP for the U.S. title. No disqualification. I mean, there's about six minutes left in the show when the bell rings. Uh, Brett's not even in his gear. He's wearing the same shit he was wearing during his in-ring promo earlier. Uh, Diamond Dallas Page locks in the figure four post spot. Uh, Giant comes to the ring, takes out DDP. Remember, it's no DQ. Uh, Giant press slams him into the ring, DDP. Uh, but... <laughs> He clipped that top rope, so it was kind of close, but it's still impressive to see him do it. Uh, hits a choke slam. Uh, Brett pulls DDP to his feet. Giant hits an avalanche choke slam. Brett hugs Giant, locks in the sharpshooter. They have to do the three arm drops, and boom, there you go. Brett Hart wins the U.S. title. Again. Again.
1: Hot potato with that title as of recent.
2: <sighs> yeah, Definitely. So there you go. We went Sting
1: to Brett to DDP back to Brett. All since, mm-hmm. like, I believe, like, Halloween Havoc. Maybe right before that. Y- yikes. Good night, folks, right?
2: Good night, folks. That's it. That was your main event. All right.
1: I actually ended with a... I, I was waiting for a run-in or something. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm used I to know, that. I right? you know, right? Yeah, it was just weird. The we match. Just gotta, I didn't understand.
2: Convoluted finish, but still a finish, you know?
1: Yeah, I'm just used to you having, you know... And then 40 people in the ring. Good night, folks. Well, that's an unprecedented ending to Nitro, at least in recent memory. And today, we have an unprecedented top topic.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for... The moss covered three handle family credential. It's me, Austin. Uh, Just when they think they got the answers, I changed the questions. I didn't for the rock. This week's top topic. You know something, Gene? Don't see wrestling's not fun. Uh-huh. The Rolex wearing one. Diamond ring wearing one. get stealing, wheeling, dealing one. Limousine, right? One. Jet flag. One. The
1: and now, this week's top topic. So, I already told you a little bit about what earlier, uh, earlier about what our top topic is today, one of them at least, which is the, you know, some of our past show names. We talked about our logos and some of the detail that went into them, and some of the show names were kind of talked about how they worked into them. But just some of the names so far in the last five plus seasons um, have mm-hmm. just been fantastic, and we're gonna talk about that. Do we tell them what the second part of our top topic is?
2: Oh, I say we save it till we get there. We'll save it till we get
1: there. It's a fun little uh, extra for you all today. Look, I don't, I don't, you know, show names were always just top this, top that, top twenty, top fifty, top one thousand four hundred and eighty. Um, you know how I like to do. But I believe it wasn't even until the end of the season of one season that we we stopped yeah. on episode 25, and mm-hmm. then all of a sudden you're like, yo, we got some shit for you. It was like the day our show aired, maybe. Maybe even uh, one day later. And that was the first time we ever named our show something other than the top ranking of something. You know what I mean? And that was Cease and Desist Thus, That was fun. And mm-hmm. that's the... Uh, Hermanos, Day of Discussion, or whatever the fuck those twat mo- Yeah. Was it Neil and Bob, right?
2: Neil and Bob. So
1: then I wanted to keep our top things going, but man, that just quickly faded away because I think we were just too busy laughing at how things were going with our show. That um, Live or die, man, I would assume, had to do with Karate Kid. A lot of these sometimes blend into our movies and some of the quotes yes. that we were using at the time, like... You know the first time we had the first ever blooding guts match, but we were talking about a league of their own, and Stillwell Angel just had to come into the mix. I think that was uh that was your name you you chose that one, and that was just fantastic it might have been yeah, I think that's when we you know got it going, but then the time I decided to tell the story about how I wanted to get heroes of wrestling, and my dad said. That person wasn't sitting on my couch.
2: <laughs> that that was one of my first logos that I ever made for the show, and it was fucking great.
1: Yep, it was. And then we followed up a couple of weeks later because I really had to miss a pay per view because of my dickhead brother. That was a good show name. A lot of the names ended up coming around usually within the wars. I, I yeah, started to usually, find, you know, if not movies within the wars very seldomly in the beginning of the show because we're just getting the you know the, the wheels running sometimes it could start uh, in the beginning you never know
2: option eight was one of my favorite ones <laughs> uh,
1: which is going to the wars because that's it was a gene check out option eight or no it was jr it was jr uh, on option eight tonight we'll tell you if owen hart is going to break someone else's neck tonight <laughs> Um, I don't even know know how underboob sweat ever came about. I know, I I mean, just that's what I have on my list. Too. I was just looking at that. I'm like, look, I'm kinda going in order of, of you know names here, and I just saw that and I'm like, I don't even know how, how that came about. You know, I'ma cut that bitch, obviously comes from <laughs> woman staring at uh was it Liz? Liz? Yeah. Oh man, that was a good one. Um which is funny. I did like your joke, what was it a couple weeks ago? What the head you know who won? Not Nancy. Not,
2: not Nancy.
1: <laughs> uh I'm your man. That's yeah, the Body Piper music video. I
2: knew you were going gonna... <laughs> to pop for The that old one. man.
1: It was so good. Um <laughs> uh, Dress like a chicken. I assume we must have been going over home alone.
2: I, yeah, why are you dressed why like a chicken? What the hell are you dressed <laughs> like a chicken?
1: Yeah, I, I assumed it had to be that. Man. Jeff and the Biker Chicks. That was a fun day because that was the NWO sold out pay per view that got. Oh on. yeah. Uh, Benoit balls or Benoit's oh. balls. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I'm gonna cut that bitch was censored by Spotify, but they allowed Benoit's balls. No problem. Yeah. Funny how some get censored and some don't. We've only had like mm-hmm. one or two really get censored. I think overall. Um, I you know we tried to mix in a couple of things, but hell of a drug. I think that absolutely was double or nothing 2022.
2: It had to be. when The first yeah. anarchy
1: in the arena. Oh, God. Head injuries are no laughing matter.
2: <laughs> they are to me.
1: <laughs> the best part is I think the picture was Brian Pillman.
2: Yes. With, uh, uh, his, the bandage like, on his nose. nose. Yep,
1: yep. Yep. My mother-in-law is watching a good old JR line. Habitual line stepper. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure we were talking about Chappelle's show. That had to have happened. I'm sure. Um, I still think that. Have you ever read the Three Little Pigs? Maybe one of the funniest fucking things that you came up with when it was. Let's talk about what is uh, she whispering into Dom's ear? And that was. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! I put on. Ben I don't gay know where that even came from. I don't know. I know right? <laughs> the
2: Zabisco. It was Zabisco doing the Ben Gay ad. <laughs>
1: oh, that's right. Uh. Were we reviewing the awesome uh, Austin Powers trilogy at some point with Daddy wasn't there or was I going in through one of my uh recent downfalls <laughs> of life? <laughs> it, might have, it, it might have
2: been your it might have been your uh your your therapy session, but I, I god it had to do something with uh with an angle or something. I can't remember um, what it yeah. was though, I'll have to listen to it, but I have to go back and listen to some of these just to figure out where we got the name from.
1: Here's a fun couple for you. These are just this past year, uh, within the last year. Death, taxes, and spoilers. Sorry, Nightwing. <laughs> Nightwing. <laughs> that's exactly what it was. That right there was Jay Briscoe's last match, too. That was, uh, It was right at final battle last year. And yep. then we did some end-of-year awards, and then I was habitually line-stepping, apparently, and was kicked out of the uh, wrestling league. And, oh. you know, easy son. son got a little upset when I said easy, son. And uh, he was a little mad at me for that shit. Whatever. Fuck off.
2: Fake-ass Eagles fan.
1: I know. Both of them. Both of them. You, and fuck. Buckle. That's all on us. Well, minus the horse collar was all on us. Pills are in the top drawer. That's <laughs> got to be like talking to Liz. <laughs> You want some of these. Who was it? You, you want some of these? Oh, your Toronto trip.
2: Like, was, no, that was Auburn. We went to Auburn for the Fire and Ice that's Festival, it, yeah.
1: That's yeah. what it was. <laughs> I'm like, I know it was something a little weird. That's for sure. Like, quad-like sun. God, that just rubbed itself, or worked itself right into it, man. It was just perfect. With, I mean, that's obviously WrestleMania 39, no doubt. And that's actually the birth of... Our uh,
2: beaver scream. The
1: screaming. Yeah, that's amazing. (laughs) The rubber broke. Oh, dear God. I have no idea.
2: Yeah, I I don't either.
1: (laughs) Oh, wow. An ashtray.
2: (laughs) That was the Toronto story from college.
1: (laughs) Yep, that's right. Uh, Cosplay game night. Ripping on old son himself. Uh, The hair of the dog. Oh, man. That was... My hotel room.
2: <laughs> yep. And then the week You're after. You're like I'm gonna
1: have a beer. I'm like, I only have bourbon. So Oh that's right, the week after, weren't you hurting?
2: No, the week after was uh the bed broke on its own. Oh
1: Oh that's right, it was. That's actually the name of it. <laughs> one three one direct week after. It did too, man. God damn. Which is funny. Ever seen the movie you ever seen the movie Dutch? Ed O'Neill. Oh yeah. And, uh, Hell yeah. I just recently watched it the other night and where they're in like one of those missionary kind of, not mission places whatever, where like homeless can go and sleep for the night. Yeah, the shelter. His bed yeah. breaks little by little, one half yeah. on one and then one on the other. And I go, see, you could just be laying there. Oh God, the Tiki Chainsaw Massacre, my tiki edible. Oh yeah. That was yeah. a bad day. It was. Punching the air. It's about as good as punching the air. I think you use that as a reference, if I'm not mistaken. And then, then, who died? <laughs> and to be honest, just within the most recent one, again, we talked about it. Hey, baby, it's Saturday night. Because you were talking about, well, it's just another Saturday night for you. And we did the hey, baby, like 15 hey, baby. times on the same week that Muda... Fed a baby green mist.
2: <laughs> you can't make show this shit writes up.
1: itself, folks. We don't even know what today's going to be called yet. Oh, oh who knows? But here's, we'll review yeah, it
2: soon. We'll figure it out. Uh, there, there's a few others I want to ring, ring through because you had most of the ones on my list. Uh, the giant in the big beefy mansion.
1: Oh my god, that promo! We should. <laughs> we got to figure out where it was and just go back and watch it together, like as a watch along. But back, <laughs> back, to his mansion. It was just
2: so just big, so fucking nice.
1: <laughs> god, it was hot.
3: <laughs>
2: There's a slimy Jimmy's pal. Oh my god,
1: because uh, that's when Sixpack just paled everybody to death.
2: <laughs> uh, tell your dad he's still fired. <laughs> bish off to Randy Anderson, right? Yeah. Or his yep. kid who just got cancer, he just got over cancer. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah yeah, uh a smattering of titties which had I don't even know what we na- changed it to cuz we had to change it.
1: <laughs> we we had a smattering of titties. Uh, tatters, tatters. tatters. Titties
2: was the yeah, it was originally titties, yep. but yeah, it's tatters. And
1: that was uh probably either Nitro Girls or something Nitro going Girls. on yeah. Yep.
2: Yeah, right around then. Uh, Sonny just joined the police force, <laughs> which is one of the best all-time pops on this show ever. <laughs> which, wait a second, and that is where a couple months later I figured out
1: that this was my cousin, right? That yes, the partner, yes. This whole thing, right? Yeah,
2: and it was Sonny. Yeah. She was backstage with, like, LOD and somebody else, <laughs> and they are like... No, you she know what went happened? out with the
1: midgets. She went out with the midget wrestlers that night at whatever pay-per-view it was.
2: It was LOD. It might have been the same time. It might have been the same you know, back-to-back, but I said it during the segment where she went out to the back, and it was LOD and somebody. I don't think it was Ahmed, but it was somebody else, and it was that story. So I just said, Sonny just joined the police force, and the pop was just fucking great.
1: It's funny because I sent you a picture of that cop on Thanksgiving. Boy, I'm stuffed. (laughs) To which you sent back (laughs) O.J. Simpson. (laughs) Time to carve the white meat. Cutting up that dark, or cutting (laughs) up that white meat, or carving up that white meat. Jesus. (laughs) One more. One more. That's the best way to celebrate Thanksgiving, by the way, were both of those memes. But go ahead.
2: One more. Gats, pegs, super soakers, and snickertoes.
1: Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) Which I think is in the running for longest Show name.
2: Episode right name, now. yeah, probably. Yeah,
1: that we've done so far. Not bad, not bad. See, I like it. I, I think it's fun. You know, I, I was against it. almost, Not against it at first. I was like, I kind of like that we do the top this, the top that. But, you know, our first two, three seasons, we did a lot of top rankings. And now it's like, well, how many times can we rank War Games matches? We could put in WWE's in NXT's version, fine. But, you right. know, most things we've kind of covered already. We even went into okay, let's do uh, Canadian wrestlers uh, women uh, you know like we broke down Catholic wrestlers. Yeah, like we've done everything so uh, I- I'm happy where how this show is turned and how the logo name the logos and the name come together each week. This logo we already made prior to even walking onto the fucking set today and recording this thing um, yeah the set like we're in Hollywood um, but <laughs> this show is so fucking monumental. Like I said we got not one, but we got two top topics for you odm are you ready
2: i can't fucking wait all right man well
1: then here we go i assume you don't need a break you don't need to piss nothing like that
2: if i do i'll just piss on my floor here that's fine
1: (laughs) well it's funny you maybe giggle (laughs) you ever watch those youtube youtube clips where you have uh i think it was like will ferrell and kevin hart did a version or maybe rock and kevin hart but No, no, it's actually Will Ferrell and Mark Wahlberg. Because they were promoting their movie Daddy's Home. But telling jokes. They were doing, you know, dad jokes. And if you laugh, the person who made you laugh gets a point. And we said we should maybe give this a shot at some point. Fuck with each other and see. I mean, we we make each other mark out. But if you know that you're not allowed to laugh... How far is the other person going to go? But it's got to be wrestling related, you know? Uh At at least, you know, to this show, semi, you know, they have everything we talk about with this show too. Um, But we're going to go best of 10. We both have 10 jokes lined up that we've worked on over the last couple of weeks. And are you able to keep track of score for us? Sure, I can do that. I just I usually ask someone else to always do it because I'll I'll just end up giving myself extra for some reason. I don't mean to. Every yeah, time you get one, would. I get one. One for you, one for me. So if anybody has ever gone back and listened to season one's finale, it was promo wars. And we were ready for promo wars. That was where we came with, you know, actual in ring promos, backstage promos. We fucked with each other. It was fun. But we had to make a decision as to how it was going to be started. You know, who's going to go first? Who's going to close it out? We didn't have a coin, we didn't have anything around that was worthy of flipping in the air. But we did have a nail file. For some weird fucking reason. I think you, you... Aren't you recording in your wife's shed or some shit like that? Yeah,
2: her room, yeah. Yeah, her little lounge yeah. area.
1: There it is. So, um... What are we flipping today? Is it an L file? Is it a tampon? I got...
2: Uh, no, thankfully I, I don't have any of those around. Uh, I just got a guitar <laughs> pick.
1: Bloodside is tails!
2: <laughs> Holy fucking hell. <laughs> Way to ruin it, dick. <laughs> Ew! <laughs> Oh
1: God! Anyway, oh. <laughs> see this? Is, oh, oh, fuck! I shouldn't already be giggling. This is
2: fucking problem. hell. Oh All man! Right. All right, so he, here we go. I got flipping a guitar, flipping pick, a guitar got, pick. May I see I what got this the,
1: guitar pick looks like?
2: I've got writing on one side, side. Okay. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And then no side. So we'll call Tortex the head. All okay. Right, that's the head. All right, you call it in the air. Okay. Tails. Jesus, just bump it.
1: Actually, mic. I watched a. the whole thing. You're not even looking, moving anything. I can't see it, but you tell me. Oh, shit. Heads goes first. So, you can choose if you want to go first or second. I want to go second. Oh, shit. I've got a closer. I've got the s- closer. I've got the closer. I've got to take a sip of water. You're going to gain 10 points on this easily. Nine, if I can hold one together.
2: I was going to say, some of these are pretty lame, so... I but. do
1: have a couple of lame ones. I may even start a little light cuz I, you know, you, you never know.
2: All right. We'll kick it off there, chief. All
1: right. Do you know besides all wrestling fans, who acknowledges Roman Reigns? The Dental Association of America. Okay. All right. All right. All right. No tittle, no, no, not, not. Don't no, worry, I've got no, some
2: just along that same line, so you're fine. All right, you're up. Go ahead. It's going to be close. All right, is Hulk Hogan a racist? Of course not. Look at his career; it's obvious he's not. But Terry Bollea is totally racist. I definitely agree. See, See?
1: told you. Take a second. Yeah, no, I had to hold back. I had to hold back. Scott Hall, Hawk, and John Moxley walk into a bar. ba up, bum, ba up, bum. Alcoholism. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> you <one> there. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna circle that one. <laughs> All
0: right.
2: You know what Sonny and the Boogeyman have in common? They both have worms.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ew. <laughs>
1: Ew. <laughs> All right. Well, now I'm moving around my uh, my sheet here. Hang on. You know, now that Sonny's going to jail, did you hear about her new movie? No holes barred.
2: All right. That. <laughs> all right. I'll give you that one. Oh wait, I got one. That's right. Okay, I got. I forgot. I got to mark both of us here. So it's right. what two to one. Two to one. Yeah. You know why Chavo's horse is named Pepe? Cause he's fucking Mexican. <laughs> <laughs> <You> fucking asshole! <laughs> Jesus! <laughs> All right, hold on, hold on, hold on. Mm-hmm. I gotta reset
1: here. Deuces. Deuce serving deuce. Did you know that Tiger Queen even rigs sex with flamingo? That was worth a shot. Oh, that was he the joke. Re- oh, I was waiting for yeah. something. No, that was the punchline because he yeah. rigs everything. I was just trying. It
2: was worth Easy. a shot. Fuck. Easy, son. <laughs> All right, that was a good one. All right. Why does Vince? Why does Vince McMahon have a heated toilet seat? Good shits. I don't know. I told you, almost, almost. almost. Oh, no, I was.
1: Hang on, I was kind of there. I was almost there. Let me ask you, what's a worse name? Rex Youngblood or cumfarter?
2: I mean, is there a punchline? Because I'm already laughing. <laughs> That's it. That was all it was. That was the joke. All right, good, done. Another That's point. An easy one. I had to do is put fucking cumfarter in there.
1: Well I had to bring back Rex Youngblood, I mean he was a former character on our show. I forgot all about
2: that shit. Um I tried to. Alright. What's lazier than Shawn Michaels Eye? <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even get to the punchline because <laughs> I just
1: envisioned the eye. I don't know why, and it just uh, Jesus. What, it's what was that the punch shot like? of him
2: staring down Taker and at WrestleMania 25. That's the worst <laughs> one favorite. ever. Um, what's, so what's lazier than Shawn Michaels' eye? Tony Khan's booking.
1: Oh, okay. All right. All right. Maybe I wouldn't have laughed as much, but I was just really just looking at his eye. That's all I could think about. <laughs> It's like Did saying you know? <laughs> Yeah, it's true. Did you know that even right now, that dirty bitch is blowing somebody?
2: <laughs> I'm a sucker for a good callback. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, well, that's why I said our podcast, you know.
2: You know what, Where Stephanie are we at on the score? To, oh, uh, you're up four to three. I've got a chance to tie it here. Here we go. You ready? All right. You know what Stephanie McMahon used to put in her tank when she was young? High test.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I had the name Macho Man in my head, and if you had said it, I was going to mark the fuck out. But then when you said high test, it took me a second. I was like, oh, him. And at that point, I settled. So I got lucky on that. But that was a good one, dude. There's no punchline to this. Chris Benoit is a better dad than my dad.
2: Okay. (laughs) Hey, can't win them all. Hey, no, hey, look, you're winning still. Uh, All right. Did you know that Brian Pillman helped kickstart Sonny's career? He -hmm. taught her how to flip hummers, but I think she took it a little too literally.
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I t-
2: <laughs> I'm counting that. I, I took that part. way too
1: much. No, you can. It t- it was a delay because I. It took me a second. I'm like, "Flip homers okay." Get. I'm like, "Oh my God, that's what he was driving." <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs>
2: took a second. Hey, that was a. It was a thinker. Oh shit, are we tied that, that, up? My, my, we're tied up. My, we're down to three apiece. Uh, my last three uh, should. You'll either laugh or you won't. That's
1: kind of the whole fucking point. Well, of the game. no, no, no. There's,
2: there's not going to be that. You're not going to have to think about like, oh, I get it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, they're pretty straightforward. So, do you know what Owen Hart?
1: Do you know what the the worst movie there is for him to watch? Cable Guy.
2: <laughs> All right, I'll give you that one. <laughs> that one took me a second. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know why Big Show loves NASCAR? All they do is turn. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit, that's not a bad one. (laughs) I was actually really proud of that one.
1: (laughs) That was a good one. I'm I'm actually impressed. Okay, all right. Uh, I got a debate, because I'm only down to two here. What do I close with? Did you know that Kevin Nash tore his quad when CM Punk returned on Saturday night?
2: You know what Tony Khan dreams about? Nothing. He doesn't sleep. He's always on Adderall.
1: It was close. I was like, it's going to be a Coke joke. Just hold it in. Hold it in. <laughs> so we're down to what? One a piece, right? Come farter, yes. <laughs> i should just say it again this evening <laughs> yeah, all right um all right because i i had you know several on my list here so i want to make sure i'm going with the right one uh that's not going to work no it's not going to work all right oh you know what i was actually going to talk a lot about uh randy orton's return earlier but that boy mistook in all my notes for a big set of donuts
2: All right, here's the closeout. You ready? What's the score? 5-5. Oh, shit.
1: Hang on. Okay.
2: (laughs) He's taking a sip of beer. Great. I was going to take a sip of water, but I don't want to choke and die. Yeah, no, definitely. All right, you ready? What's scarier than Chris Benoit? No idea. Chris Benoit with a pillow. Wait, does it count if you made yourself?
1: <laughs> I feel like six I'm to a, five. I'm a me, I'm no. a winner either way. I don't care. I <laughs> I'm okay with the draw. Um, I thought that was a draw. I one. mean, I the only other one I had that I thought was just fun was Tony Corns, uh, Tony Khan snort, Snorts Corn the long way. <laughs> I had a couple other zingers, but I was like, eh. I was gonna do like even stuff like ODM is so old. How old is that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I, <laughs> <laughs> I can't I
2: believe have anybody I got listen... you with the Alcoholism. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. It's like and it's like one of my favorite jokes, which I've probably said about a million times on this show. A priest, a pedophile, and an alcoholic walk into a bar, and that's just the first guy. <laughs> um, for, for those of you, for those of you uh, that are actually listening, hit us up on our socials and uh, let us know what you thought the funniest joke was.
1: Yeah, what was the best one, and what was the lamest one? I'm okay yeah. to take it. I'm okay to take it. Oh, either. I've got one some, I've got some really lame bad. ones. Yeah, no. I'll, I'll I really thought down. I was going to get you with the American Dental Association. I was like, I feel like that could be it a good one. It was good. One, you know? It was good. It was clever.
2: Yeah, Especially, like, Home like
1: Alone like this time of year, maybe. And I thought
2: sure. I was going to get you with Chris Benoit with a pillow.
1: I That one held on for a second. That, it was pretty close. Well, hey, that was a lot of fun. Next week, we'll be back with... Uh, little different take on our movie of the week, as we always have been doing for the last several weeks. Uh, but this won't be even, it's really just going to be some of our favorite moments and quotes from one of the greatest shows, I feel, of all time. And actually, I think we both we it made both of our, no, it didn't make yours.
2: Right, because I just it. finished, and I felt like I needed another walkthrough nice. to really be able to rank it, so. All right, well, you got a week to watch all 16 seasons. <laughs> Ladies go. and gentlemen, we curious. are the
1: top. <laughs> yeah, you might be able to. We are the Top of Wrestling Podcast. I am the professor. I bid you a farewell. He's ODM. Five words for you to listen to right now. Go ahead. ODM. Go.
2: Barry Windham was the stalker? The Top of Wrestling Podcast is brought to you by The Top of Wrestling Podcast. Your hosts are the professor Mark Fantasia and ODM, the doc, Joe Rizzo. Feel free to reach out to the show by email at, the top of wrestling at gmail.com. On their Facebook page, Twitter page, Instagram page, remember to subscribe, like, and share. You can listen to the show on most popular platforms including iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Amazon Music, Pandora, and YouTube. Without your continued support, it would be just some guys talking wrestling, which is pretty much what it is anyway. Good night, folks.
1: All right. And I'll be back in about, uh, what do you need?
2: So you said seven minutes last week, I think. Because usually you'll say five, five, ten. And then in one week you're like, hey, I'll be back in seven-ish. Because
1: <laughs> so... it's usually about seven. It's like just about what I need. <clears throat> yeah. Five is just a touch too short. It is, it is. So... I like to have a smoke, Talk. Right. You know. Let's. Let... Seven minutes and 15 seconds.
2: All right, go. Oh, what a cock. <laughs> it's like TBS. <laughs>